0: I listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot.
1: So I ball so hard, motherfuckers won't find me. But first, niggas got to find me. What's 50 grand to a motherfucker like me? Can you please remind me? Ball so hard, this shit crazy. Y'all don't know that this shit faze me. Next to go, 0 for 82 and I look around like this shit gravy. Ball so hard, this shit weird. We ain't even supposed to be here. Ball so hard since we here. It's only right that we be fair. Psycho, I'm liable to go Michael. Take your pick, Jackson, Tyson, Jordan, game six hey welcome to the blackout tips podcast your host rod and karen and it is uh sunday 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 Mm -hmm. the day after um on the run yes sir uh special aired on hbo so it's like uh it's like the anaconda videos like everything before that was one thing everything (laughs) after that is another (laughs) right uh you're doing the live concert specials uh they need to be two hours and 40 minutes plus. Yes, they do. And I need to be entertained the whole time. Um, yep. Well, well, that's the new rules. That's the new standard. Um, I don't think it's too much to ask. Okay. Um, but, yeah, so, uh, of course, it's the Blackout Tips. You can find us on iTunes, Stitcher, Podomatic, um, uh, a bunch of places. Put, just search the Blackout Tips wherever you listen to podcasts. Leave us five-star reviews on iTunes and Stitcher. We read them on the show regardless of the content, even if you don't like the show. Uh we really appreciate that. Um you also can do stuff like uh go to the website, become a premium member, uh email the show, leave comments, um, all kinds of stuff. Um just go to the dot com, click around on things, you will see um how to how to get the hook up there. Um the official weapon of the show is the taser. An unofficial sport. It's bullet ball. A bullet ball extreme. Mm-hmm. And uh, today's podcast is actually sponsored by com. Cool. That's right. A sexy sponsor. Let me see if I can find a sexy song. I was just playing so many sexy songs before. I know, right? Before we got started. Um, let me see what I got here. Um, no, not that one. No, 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 no. Uh, here you go. There you go. We can play this probably.
2: Um. Mm-hmm. Would you say
0: we open up that package? You,
1: <laughs> Fellas and ladies, are you looking to spice things up in the bedroom? Have you been fantasizing about? Surprising your lover with an adventurous new tour Or a movie Well here's an offer you won't be able to resist Go to AdamandEve.com For a limited time only You can get 50% off of just about any item All you have to do Is put in code TBGWT In the checkout box But that's not all that you get when you do that When you do that you also receive Three free adult DVDs For a little inspiration Plus a free extra gift that is so sensual I can't tell you what it is on the radio And to top it all off, they even throw in free shipping on your entire order. So that's a lot of stuff, okay, guys? So check out AdamandEve.com today for this special offer. Get 50% off of one item when you put in code TBGWT upon checkout. And you get three free DVDs, a free extra gift, and free shipping. That's code TBGWT at AdamandEve.com. Go on the run with your lover.
0: as you open up that box. Tonight, yours, Me and you, whatever in this box.
1: <laughs>
0: Me, you, and whoever I'm gonna put it on is is is, <laughs> is is whatever's in this box. Um, all right, man. So I guess
1: we should just talk about it and get it out the way. Yes. Um, cause I, I figured that's what. Uh, people showed up here to hear about...
0: All right, and if they don't, I don't give a rat's ass.
1: Yeah, there was a huge concert last night. Everybody's talking about it. Uh, Lauren Hill uh, showed up at the Academy, O2 Academy Brixton, um, and uh, she was very late again. Oh. So people were very upset about this. And she why, got booed off the stage.
0: And why asked, are people still going to see and support her? Because um, she has... Got a track record of not showing up, showing up high, speeding up shit, revamping stuff like who still is like I want to give her my money mhm
1: yeah i I don't know what it is like she had the best like you know rookie campaign of mm-hmm. any artist, and it's just like she can never get back, you mm-hmm. know like she just
0: she went crazy,
1: yeah, and i I mean her studio album was you know Miseducation of Lauren Hill is one of the best. In my opinion, one of the best studio albums. Period. Like I, I fuck right. with that album Right, I
0: love that album.
1: Um, and it aged well and everything, but it's, you she know, didn't age well. She just didn't, just didn't didn't quite click for for all Lauren Elbogie. Um, you know she's tried to do music in the past few years and it's been really bad. You know I wish I could give her props on it but it's been bad it feels like
0: right if she
1: doesn't have a huge like support group around her she can't put out good music Mm -hmm. and then how many more of these stories we have to read about her showing up
0: late right not showing up at all and throwing up high and showing up drunk and it's just one of those things where i'm like why are people are people still like, well, one day she gonna get herself together, one day she gonna get you know what I mean, just like one day she gonna get herself together. But she has proven that she's not together right now. Not that she can't get herself together, but as of right now, her track record has not proven that she is dependable and she's gonna give you a show. And also, I mean,
1: honestly, if you're paying for Lauren Hill tickets in twenty fourteen it's your fault, man. Right. I don't feel bad that you lost that money. Like that's like going into a Vegas casino and just saying, I'm betting all of it on black. (laughs) You know what I mean? Just spin that shit. I'm betting it all on black. I'm done. You know what I mean? That, I feel like that's what happens, man. Um, I see Leonard brothers calling miseducation overrated, but Bonnie Jones says all the time too. I don't think it was overrated. Um, I think, uh, it i mean it the only way i could view it as being overrated is the fact that people still fuck with lauren hill right. off of that album but right. to me that that means the album wasn't overrated like motherfuckers like that album so much now motherfuckers might not like it to they might, might like it to varying de- degrees but right there's no other reason niggas is paying for anything in 2014 from lauren hill other than right the miseducation of lauren hill that's period. it
0: because she ain't put out shit since then
1: yeah, you know, and I and I you know, and I'm one of those people that um you know, I don't really uh listen to anything else she put out. Like Mm-mm. I don't even listen to the Fuji's albums she put out me either with them like that much because Miss Education is pretty much best it's ever gonna get, but I'm not paying for no fucking ticket either. Nope. Um I also don't take money and throw it down the sewer. I know it's so. You know, so I like I was actually shocked that people missed The on the run, uh, you know, TV show. Come on now. To go see Lauren Hill in real life. Mm -mm. Uh, she took it, she took stage over an hour and a half later than advertised. Shit. Um, and, uh, you know how it is with concerts. People normally show up on time or early sometimes, uh, for some people. But I feel like Lauren Hill, you got to show up late.
0: Right. Right. I don't care what the
1: venue rules are. Uh, she's supposed to go on at eight. Yeah, I'll be there at ten. Mm-hmm. So maybe I'll miss five minutes of her performing, but I'll at least I get to see most of it and won't be waiting.
0: Right. I know it's gotta suck for the venues because you have people getting restless. I mean and it might be a good thing because you got people, you know, buy your buy your drinks and all the shit that you are selling in there. But it's kinda frustrating for the venue too because y'all like we ain't got fourteen hours to do a fucking show. Yeah. You know
1: the other re- the other reason I love Miss Education is because um it's 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 like a weird quasi like uh rap slash R and B type album um but it's also one of just best female artists albums um from that time and hip hop wise I don't know has any female put out something better than that
2: Mm-mm-mm.
1: since Miss Education which says which is a sad statement about hip hop um. You know, and a cause, cause like I said, it, you know, it's got hip hop, a lot of hip hop elements on it. You know what I mean? And I, I, I even rap, even artists that come out now kind of still do that. You know, Beyonce's rapping our album is kind of a blend of hip hop and, and R&B. Um, even Nicki Minaj is hip hop slash R&B. Like there's no straight up rapping ass, rapping ass women. Uh, that are that are making much headway right now. So, you know, I wonder if Miss Education is really like the last breath of that genre for, for you know, or the best statement in the genre for, for women.
0: And the thing about it is that I can guarantee you that there's other people that can do what she does and can do it better. But a lot of times they never get the light of day yeah or either they're, or either, well, yeah, well, they're that, not no, mainstream that, right that's what right. i said that's
1: why i said to that level to that level of success because there there's a lot of there's a lot of artists that i mean but you can say that about anything in hip-hop right there's, there's a white rapper better than eminem i'm sure of it but if i don't know this nigga that i you know and the most majority of america doesn't know him then what are we gonna say right know? so it's like lauren hill for better or worse put her footstep on on hip-hop slash r&b that that hip hop mix or whatever that long ago and it's really I don't see how people can even argue that how old is the album over ten years old, twelve years old? Shit. That shit might be let me see, I can find I out I know it's not twenty. Uh it came out when we was in college, right? Right. So it's yeah.
0: close.
1: I want to say it came out my freshman year of college. Yeah, so nineteen ninety eight, so Ooh. Uh, yeah, it's old as shit, man.
0: Almost twenty years
1: old. Yeah, man. Um, so, yeah, uh, people was, the other thing is, how many times does Twitter have to see this shit happen to people? Right. Like, why did Joe ass go out? Cause now you tweeting about how you at the concert and she ain't showing up.
0: Nigga, you didn't see the tweets before? Right. Was, was you not paying attention and get mad cause you seeing everybody getting their life off of Bay and Jay? If you in a small
1: enough world to be able to know how to buy Lauren Hill tickets, then, if you're that savvy, you're also savvy enough to know she ain't showing up on time. Right. Yeah, somebody on Twitter said Ruby Dube said, oh, "Where is Lauren Hill um at the venue O2 Academic Brick, Academy Bricks, 1 hour after scheduled time appalling. They thinking the same shit you thinking. Where is she? Still standing at Brixton right. Academy, still standing at Brixton Academy says her now for waiting on for Lauren Hill only 2 hours late. Waiting for Lauren Hill for three hours and I have been subjected to six second clips of classics, wobble dubstep, and a Bob Marley sing along.
0: Yeah, cause you know they probably for uh, oh man I feel so bad. they probably forced the goddamn DJ to do a mix that he wasn't prepared to do. They was mm-hmm. like, hey, she gonna be late? Do a five hour mix for the crowd so the crowd don't leave.
1: I paid fifty euro a ticket for a DJ that asked which part of the U.S. the audience was from. We're in London at an hour or less <laughs> set from Lauren Hill she said spent 45 minutes being warmed up by a dj who then randomly left us with an empty stage hashtag lauren hill
0: yeah because that nigga's like oh y'all ain't paying all right they won't get no
1: music dj has been taken over by the band the band aren't even trying to hype us up they're just here to kill time lauren hill um then she actually showed up i can't believe how bad the sound is lauren hill (laughs) the sound of the lauren hill concert is terrible Engineers at the O two at O two bricks that need to be fired, or we deserve a refund because five hundred hertz and one and and one ki one kilohertz, I guess by whatever ridiculous dB you boast you boast decibels you boasted, please. Lauren Hill ninety minutes late, song completely unrecognizable, sounded like the chipmunks on acid at one point. <laughs> right, that's what we've been
0: saying. She sounds
1: bad. <laughs> chipmunks on acid. Wow. Uh, Pauling Acoustics, worsened by Miss Lauren Hill's insistence on jazzy remixing of every one of her heyday songs. Yeah, I think legally she can't perform her shit from, um, miseducation because there's like lawsuits over who
0: actually owns those songs. Oh. So maybe she shows up and she, maybe she.
1: Has to show up and remix her shit because if she sings it the yeah. original
0: way, she gonna be smacked with a lawsuit. Right. So. Well, then why are you even performing if you can't perform the shit that people want to hear in the way that they want to hear it? I don't know, man. She wants to be showing Trying up. Trying to pay them taxes back.
1: It's funny how money changes situations. <laughs> yeah.
0: She's doing that their kids bop remix. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: miscommunication lead to complications. Sha- hey. Runs. Son, um, shibba babu. This ain't the same song. <laughs> don't sue me. Don't sue me. Uh, I've seen 20 people leave already. She's doing X Factor Remix. Lauren Hill, what a buzzkill. The X Factor Remix. What is oh, that song? Like? Uh, who, who? I don't think I want to hear that. Um, hashtag Lauren Hill. You, you, I don't know. A guitar doesn't erase the last 40 minutes of bad music. We heard shame on you. Why destroy your perfect songs, fucking
0: idiot. Jesus.
1: Ooh. That was Chrissy
0: Smith. Somebody was not not pleased.
1: I wonder if Lauren been going through this for years now since she can't sing them songs. Uh-huh. I think someone spiked my supermarket before the show because it was like a bad trip. Psychedelic Lauren Hill singing her classic two dance tracks. Oh, man. Hashtag Lauren Hill has been aborting all her hit songs live on stage. Murder and doo-wop into a shrill whale remix at the Mo. You know what's funny? I didn't even like. Uh, and this is one of those things where uh people i think people i don't i've I, maybe they they're telling the truth i don't believe them i feel like people are being pretentious when they talk about how much they like her unplugged set because i'll try right. to listen to it
0: it's unlistenable Mm-mm. Mm-mm. it's unlistenable man it's
1: bad her voice sounds horrible like, right you know it just sounds bad man and i you know. Then there's that one rap that goes on for seven minutes and it just rambles on. Like, it's just, it was just bad. Like, that was actually when I lost it. I was like, you won't catch me. you paying for shit for this. Like, right. If you wanted to catch her, you should have caught her in her heyday. Cause yeah. after that, it probably was over. I went from wanting to marry her to letting it go. Wonder if she can even perform sweetest thing i ever known. I mean, probably can't. I mean, it wasn't on the album. Can, can she do that? Is that mm-hmm. legal?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Watching people shop online during a concert says something. So she's people what's going on leave and
0: shit. Oh let me just
1: buy the album so it'll be home when I get there. Let me yes, just. I think
0: I lost my original copy back in ninety yeah. eight. I just I just download it on iTunes, I find it on Spotify.
1: Yeah, I'm just gonna go ahead and buy the album and yeah.
2: put it
1: on. Put it on my um put it on my iTunes, it'll be downloaded when I get on Right. Uh I never tweeted this much from a concert. This is how upsettingly bad it is, Lauren Hill. <laughs> a Another dude said, Oh dear, Lauren Hill, this isn't the first time, waste of time to see such a talented lady. Well, that's your
0: fault. Right. Spooled you fooled me once, on
1: you. You double dip. that's your fault. hmm. Took your money twice. Right. You should, I, I heard when you buy Lauren Hill tickets, you make them out directly to the IRS. I wonder if that's true.
0: <laughs> you probably do. Yeah, uh, that's why she probably constantly. Perf- you know signs up for shit that she don't want to do and you know make shit trying to make a dollar because she's like I, I i gotta make these ducats
1: mm-hmm. uh i need a stiff drink in an the after party i'm depressed that was horrendous lauren hill oh you planning on going to see lauren hill don't bother she will tear apart your expectations with shit remixes of classics and no soul oh highlight a lauren hill concert everyone walking out singing killing me softly together and la- <laughs> And laughing at the wasted money we spent. Damn. Oh, That's bad. Motherfuckers mm. walked out strumming my pain with, with his, his fingers. fingers.
0: One time.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> my shit might as well do your own remix. Two times. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lauren. Right.
1: You are the best.
0: Um, but, uh,
1: the, I was just joking, guys. That's not the concert you guys came to hear us talking no,
0: about. No, it's not. Um, Beyonce. And Jay Z. Yes, I. You know, and I feel bad for Roger. I, baby, I give you kudos because I know for the past few days I've been fucking probably driving you insane because anytime Roger said anything about a date or something we had to do, I looked at him. I was like, well, you know, the Beyonce show come on at AP? <laughs> I was on APO. Well, you know, Beyonce comes. out, I was like, I don't get. A, I was like, I was like a, was like a little kid. Uh-huh. I was like, I will not miss this. In fact, I was so excited, I was a fucking hour early.
1: Yeah, I was gonna say it didn't come on till nine, so I want to be sure my ass was there. Yeah, I guess it was like the Lauren Hill concert, um... right? But
0: this started on time.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, that was good. It started on time, so already light years ahead of um Lauren Hill. Oh,
0: uh, they ain't gonna make it work.
1: I was wanna listen. Let me before we get into details. This shit was so good. The the websites that I get my Solange Gate news from. They were, they started making their own, like, articles that said shit like, isn't it time we stop questioning Jay-Z and Beyonce's marriage? Oh shit! They, but they were the ones that were questioning it. Like, right. it wasn't like they were getting it from other sources. No! It was like, extra was just like, let's just write something about Jay-Z and Beyonce. That always gets clicks. The, the show was so good, they was like, maybe we should leave them alone temporarily they look like
0: day in love just for the nights
1: yeah we, we'll be back on it tomorrow Mm-hmm. um but yeah man so all right on the run I, I i i remember when it started i thought to myself uh maybe i should just go in the other room because karen's gonna be in here freaking out I for should. two hours and 40 minutes yep. and you know uh do i necessarily need to be live tweeting this shit you know yep. uh I could go watch some football, if you can, to have her time with the TV. It's, it's not much to ask, you know. Right. Dude. And then I thought to myself, who the fuck am I kidding? I'm about to wash the fuck out of this shit.
0: Right. I mean, you may you may as well. Uh, I figured out you was going to be in there, too, because I know I was ready. I was excited. I had my apple juice and whiskey in my little plastic cup. Mm-hmm. I was over there in the corner of my laptop, and I had queued up the other account in case I went to jail. I probably really, really close because I was <laughs> tweaking my ass off. I I didn't realize I was tweeting so much because I went back and queued up something. I was like, "Well, goddamn!" And I was scrolling. I was like, Woo. I, was like Woo. "I was I was really on it because I didn't get rats ass. If you follow me, you got a, a live blow, blah, blow of what was happening. Was, and the funniest part to me was that I've been posting, especially yesterday. In a, in a few days, I've been posting like on Facebook and Twitter, you know, mm-hmm. telling people, hey, you know, the concert's coming on. And I had uh, husbands and boyfriends hit me up was like, hey, thank you for telling me my wife going out of town. I'm going to be sure I record it. <laughs> <laughs> if my wife goes to a retreat, I'll be sure I record it because I don't want to get choked when I come home, when I mean, when she come home and it's not up there. Yeah, it was
1: two hours. What maybe me, gave me pause was that it was two hours and 40 minutes. And um I was like, two hours and 40 minutes. Wow. Like, that's so long can they do that it's just basically the two of them right yes nigga yes they can That's right correct. and it was That's everything right. so i decided fuck it uh who am i kidding i gotta 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 watch this um here's what here's what's crazy karen and so many people i follow and talk to have been talking about beyonce 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 mm-hmm. Sat- Saturday we about to see beyonce
2: mm-hmm.
1: um It opened up with Jay Z coming out with her, and I thought, "Oh yeah, that's right, Jay Z gonna be here
0: (laughs) too." It was Bay with it was Bay and Jay because they was kind of even. But for most women, it was Bay with a little bit of Jay, Mm -hmm. and I think I almost forgot he was on the fucking concert.
1: (laughs) Now, now from my understanding, it's pronounced B, but you you don't care. No, I don't care. All right, Mm -hmm. so don't no one write the show. Um, I just wanted to get that out there. Beyonce, <laughs> I'm just saying, because these niggas will write the show. Like, it's pronounced, dude. like, we got the first time. It's like, well, we're not saying it, are we? Um, so yeah, he, he was there, and I said, oh, good for him. Good for him. He showed up. <laughs> he, This is a good move for his career to open up for the number one performer in the world. Right. Good for him. He done stepped up his game. And she came out there dressed like, uh, like, kind
0: of like this. Bronze sex ninja outfit. Yeah, she had a, um, what you call that, a uh, one of the old fashioned hairnets all around mm-hmm. her face. She had a face hairnet.
1: Mm-hmm. Like a balaclava, but like sexy. <laughs> right. The see-through one. hmm Like she's like a G.I. Joe or something in a good way. Like, you know how you were looking at the G.I. Joe cartoons, you be like, she really just gonna go out there in a the thong. Like mm-hmm. she's like a superhero or something. Right. Um, and Paris was crunk for them.
0: Yeah, this was their final show.
1: Yeah, and at the same time that this was happening, Florida State was playing, which was supposed to be this huge game on national television, but the number one quarterback in America, Jameis Winston, got benched for the whole game. He was supposed to only get benched for a half, and I said, that must
0: be the Illuminati right benching that crag-leg thieving son of a bitch but they was like nope, we cannot have nothing interfering with Beyonce so I
1: didn't even have an excuse to change the channel Mm -hmm. back to something else because it was like fuck it i might as well watch this shit
0: oh yeah oh yeah because i'm yeah because it's definitely uh uh if that would have been on uh i definitely was gonna be in it by myself and
1: i know i know you gotta get it all listen we stayed in there together what we in this together what are you doing
0: yeah we are in this together because okay. i was like i'm gonna watch the big tv right and party i
1: know i wasn't even
0: gonna ask god i wasn't even gonna ask <laughs> um
1: so anyway I, it was no need to change the channel though because nothing else was on literally
0: and I, literally they made sure they was like let's go through all this stations is it anything oh that boy with that football team oh sit his ass down yeah uh
1: so i think they stopped the alumni started the rumor um uh, who knows he might not even did it <laughs> right he came out dressed to play too and they was like sit your ass down
0: right you're gonna be here chin on the sidelines
1: mm-hmm. um then uh they started performing and um what, what song was it where they switched to the back that thing up <laughs> back that ass up instrumental was it um partition no maybe it was
0: yeah because i know the Fred Fred one of the yeah. Fred first songs was move that dope they was playing move yeah, that dope they when played they played that joy when they walked right out.
1: like it was a lot of blend of like current songs too i mean i felt like Kanye should have got some credit cause a lot of those beats were from him. You know, and I, and I thought, well, well shit, maybe Kanye might roll out like Nicki did. It really makes you recognize how many of Jay's best verses as of late have been on features of other songs. Right. And especially Kanye's songs. Cause like, he yes. performed a lot of one verse of this song, one verse of that one. And it'd be like, oh, that's your verse from, um, you know, uh, Click. You know, mm-hmm.
0: like this. Yes, that's my jam. So it was, that was dope, man. Um, Men and, white and they, mm-hmm. men and white women be getting down at the YCA to that click song They start, and they started off for like 20 minutes without doing any of the new shit. Nope. It, it was, was like, all old done, school. Have they
1: done any new shit yet? Like, it's, mm-hmm. this ain't from Magna Carta or um, Beyonce. Like, mm-hmm. it's just.
0: They was like, we gon', we gonna take it all the way back. We went to uh, B Day. Yeah, mm-hmm. we went all the way back. They did that diamonds off forever. I mean right. that shit that shit was
1: on Kanye's like first album, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Like that like he went way they went way right. back. Right. Um I got used quickly to the French people saying, nigga, that was no problem. You know, it was a lot of Jay-Z has a lot of N words in the songs. And the French might as well have a party. What are you gonna do? Censor yourself? Right. Um but uh that was pretty cool. Um they were doing these Zack Snyder, slow-mo, like, it was like Spartacus dance move. Like, it would be like they would be dancing, and then they would just hit, like, super slow-mo and, like, jump in the air and turn and come down. And even in fucking slow motion, Beyonce was looking flawless because, like, right, you know, normally in slow motion, it's a few frames where it's like, ew, don't make that face. Mm-mm. Man, it would be in slow motion, and then she would just be like, smiling at somebody picking up a flower or something then, <laughs> right then it would just go
0: back to normal and you're like when did she have time to do that does she have superpowers right and it was one of those things where i was looking like Goddamn, the nfl need this slow mo because she was like in the way they kind of incorporated it, it was really flawless because mm-hmm. she'd be like moving all of a sudden her hair would slow down she would blink real slow and and i was like what the fuck is this oh okay <laughs> mm-hmm. like I, and the thing
1: is like jay-z um it was like he's very good at what he does but like compared to what we're watching right beyonce do it's like a huge contrast because it's like mostly him by himself performing Mm -hmm. walking around holding it down on his own right um and then her it's like Like her a dance troupe 45 people four black women uh singing in the background uh you know trapeze (laughs) artists rainbows right like it's a completely different experience when she's on the stage so it was kind of like um he didn't get all the slow-mo treatment and shit Mm because you know, there was nothing to make Slamo. Like, if anything, they might play a little clip from that movie or something, that movie trailer. Right. But, like, there was no, there was nothing they could do for him Mm-mm. to really liven his shit up, you know? Um, so, so, and ever, that, that was like a running theme of the night, you know? Um, but, uh, yeah, Beyonce was, was killing this shit, man. Um, then, um, then she started performing flawless yes you know like because Jay's like they did a couple songs together and jay like did about five or six minutes which i think he was performing just so she had time to change her clothes
0: yeah you know yeah and i don't care what nobody said i think all beyonce outfits was like them nba pants that them dudes strip off you know what they be like coming mm-hmm. in number six he go and he just ran out there. i think all her clothes were like that Cause, uh, that bitch was changing quickly and, uh, she had about 45 million outfit changes. Yeah,
1: she had more quick changes than Mitt Romney on debate night. Like, it was. Right. Damn, they go, what is this? What is, like, you turn around and look
0: again, it's like the fuck did she put that on you know? right you was like how quick and it was so flawless that you know between it you would have jay up there by herself and you not realizing that she's probably backstage training. not only her the the dance that was with her was changing just right. as quick as she was and it's not like she was sweating and out of breath like she was mm-hmm. just
1: like i would have been coming back like <sighs> 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 like she was just coming back like and i'm back glowing glistening taking over the stage floating going super saiyan all over this shit and um jay-z would just go back and like change a hat or take his jacket on
0: right
1: let's <laughs> change <take> his jacket <laughs> off.
0: It, changes for subtle. I'll, I'll just change my shirt yeah i'm
1: gonna go ahead. i just pictured like a room of jay-z's wardrobe being like a closet and hers being uh, like a fucking like a team yeah like a whole team of people and shit um uh, with like one of those dry cleaning racks that like Pulls down the outfit for you and shit, right? And I just picture his shit being like, um, should I put these shades back on or? (laughs) I'm I'm gonna go with the hat. I'm gonna go with the hat.
0: You know, he probably made his own wardrobe change. He probably probably had nobody, or Mm -hmm. or just just that one person, you know, just just to be sure. But she, but she came down. She came down. That shit. That shit was like NASCAR. You know how NASCAR?
1: Exactly. (laughs) She was making pit stops, right? And this nigga was just walking in like, um, I'm gonna wear you know what, dog, go ahead, give me the Yankees fitted. I'm going to wear that this time. Right. She, All right. And now I'm going to play Angry Birds for seven more minutes because right, I ain't stage. got shit to do. Like, Beyonce back there having to use every second of his performance to get her and her d- dancing team to, dressed. Right. And he just left there like, yeah, I'm going to go ahead and play some Flappy Bird. <laughs> right. Uh, check my Twitter timeline, see yes. what's going on with the people.
0: Because the, the thing about uh Beyonce, which Jay wasn't doing, Beyonce was like going down on the floor and coming, popping back up from the floor. He would just yeah. walk. His ass just walked off stage. Yeah. She got lowered.
1: Well, he got lowered a couple times, okay. but it just didn't matter because no. Beyonce was on. Every time Beyonce took the stage, it's like, look at me. Look at me. I'm the captain now. Right. Every fucking time, was, I, I, like, I was yeah. like, "Well, who who was on here before?" Her? Like she basically had the dopest commercial break in the history of the world. It was just because Jay is a dope artist, so it's like, you know, but he's still not the number one headliner when it comes to them two. Nope. So it was really just like the best fucking like. It's like wow, what a great commercial! Yeah. I can go get something to drink. Take a piss to one of the greatest rap artists of all time because I need to be back for Beyonce.
0: Right, and the thing about it, and uh, people may overlook this, it shows that when it comes to his wife, he doesn't have ego. Cause you know how many men be like, I'm not opening up for my goddamn wife. I'm not. All jokes aside, like mm. a lot of dudes have egos about shit like that. He was like, shit, she made my money, then me. I don't mind opening up for her if you listen if you
1: marry beyonce i mean if she marries you right if she marries you you don't have a choice in that shit like you just have to do whatever the fuck is going on at the time so it's like if he would have if if he would have had any ego about the shit he would have just been gone like what you gonna do tell her not to be the fucking greatest performer like she's supposed to tone it back for you nah it's like you marry someone like that because you understand that this shit all comes first and that they,
0: there's never going to be a time where you're going to outshine them, you know? Never, never, ever. And um, my thing was this. I was like, if I had a boot like Beyonce, I'd be naked all the time. I would man, just be de- Clothes? Psh, fuck some clothes. Who who got time for goddamn clothes? I'm yeah, me. She was throwing that ass everywhere, man. What?
1: And I was there for it. Speaking her ass. She did the Flawless Rap remix. And Nicki Minaj actually came out and joined on stage.
0: Yeah, she did looking like a kaleidoscope.
1: Like a kaleidoscope. Exactly. Like the African Dashiki place at like the flea mall in your town.
0: Yeah, all that ass though, but she was multicolored blending, twisting together on that outfit.
1: Mm-hmm. And I, I mean, I was, I was impressed. Cause I was like, man, I know like she not about to have Nicki on this shit. I was just like, if Nicki come out, this shit about to get crazy. And then she did. And I'm like, this is crazy. Nicki Minaj is up here performing with Beyonce. Lil' Kim can't even afford HBO. Right. She don't even know this is going on. have no idea. This is amazing to me, man. Like, Beyonce and Jay-Z are like what Bobby and Whitney could have been without the drugs. Right. You know, because people forget how big Whitney was, man. Like, and Bobby even. But then cocaine took it all down, you know. But, um... It was just so, you know, dope to see them performing together. And I mean, Beyonce really just sit up there rapping. Like the versatility is the thing that kind of like struck me the most with Beyonce is like she was able to go from like the vulnerable tender songs to the, um, like straight up B girl shit, like rap, Mm -hmm. like rapping like, Hey, uh, in case y'all niggas forgot, I'm from Houston.
0: Right. And she told Mm -hmm. everybody and she reminded everybody. And you know what? I want to know where are these fucking invisible fans because you know what? Her hair will be blowing and whipping and I not one time that I see a motherfucking fan. Like, well, uh,
1: little known fact, Karen, um, Beyonce has her own gravity field around her hair. That makes sense because so she can cause it to blow and not blow <laughs> cause, it. Will. That's, that's cause I it.
0: was looking like her hair's blowing. Where the fuck are these fans? I'm looking around like, I don't see no goddamn fans. Yeah.
1: She can make her hair lighter than, uh, lighter than air. Um, just at will, and then sometimes she doesn't, it's up to her. Um, but then you know, whenever she needs five minutes to rehydrate and change clothes, Jay Z came out there and did, did his commercial break thing, did brush off shoulders and PSA and all this stuff. I mean, he got a good collection of hits, man. You know what? And and I-, I like people were saying it was H B O B E Y, and I said, no, it's J B O because it's like they both out there and they both doing a good job
0: yes and uh beyonce was up there she was dancing she was twerking she had her tongue got licked her finger honey and i was here for all Man, of it
1: i dm little kim my hbo go password so she could watch it too
0: oh
1: um i don't know if she got it um but uh <laughs> it was funny too because like in a way, it's so much respect because Jay was going out there without choreography and without backup dancing. <laughs> right. And in a way, I kind of respect the fuck out of that, too, because, like, it takes a lot of confidence to believe, like, you can go on stage after Beyonce, anybody in the world. Anybody. But then to go out there and be like, nah, I'm just going to do it for myself, not going to have fireworks go off in the background and nothing just gonna go out there bust a couple rhymes and uh go sit my ass down
0: right and the, the thing about it is that as much as y'all niggas talk about jb and old and all this stuff you have to give him credit for having hits even mm-hmm. if you don't like him, or don't like the way he rap or none of that shit, that's irrelevant. Mm-hmm. He actually has wrote shit down that people, the mass people like. You have some people they just don't like beat uh, Jay Z at all. Okay, fuck you. We're not talking about you right now. But for most people, he has something, at least a song, a two that he used to do that you rocked with and that you enjoyed just for the pure fact of enjoying it.
1: Well, he's a big enough rapper to be able to do this. Right, not, not everyone is. Um, you know, I she i mean it was just amazing dog um a couple people hit me up because i made jokes about little kim and they called me a fat lip ugly bitch oh and i have an ugly gorilla looking family and i'm like oh i'm like didn't little kim fuck big what are you talking about come on now what's going on anyway jay did big pimp and then he, i was like man this makes me miss pimp c then he did the pimp c part out loud and uh with acapella and let the crowd join in. and I was like, I can't be the only one in my living room saying all Pimp C words, dog. Mm-hmm. Sweet James, rest in peace. Um, Beyonce uh came out to ring your alarm, ring the alarm. Yeah, and, um, she did. And no clothes on. And I realized that um, just had this moment where I was like, oh, that's right. A
0: baby came out of her. What is her
1: vagina velcro? Did she just zip that shit back up? She is in such good ah, shape.
0: You, you know, it's crazy. And I tell people this, and the, the 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 thing about it, she came in some outfit that was chapless, so all you seen was ass cheeks, like right. a thong mm-hmm. outfit. Oh, like a baby and, came out of there. And it's funny though when you talk to people and how ignorant men and women are when it comes to children. You can have a baby and bounce back. Like you literally yeah, can. Yeah.
1: Okay. That's fine. I know it's possible. Right. But, but not I, like I know. That. A, I know a lot of shit is po. It's possible to go to the moon. None of you niggas are gonna do it.
0: That's true. It's, and like and what she
1: did is amazing. Right. And, like, that's, she like she looked like. She looked like she looked like never had a kid because it was she just popped right back. Like right. And it's amazing. And, what and she who did. knows
0: the hard work and the effort because I, I somebody had hit me up on Twitter and was like because I was saying how. Beyonce's work ethic is her exercising routine and probably the way she eats to take care of her body is probably close to an athlete. Mm -hmm. And that was like it must be. Yes, you you have to in order to do the things that she does and not be tired, not be out of breath. You know, not saying that she is an athlete, but her her scheduling and things like that. She probably has a team of people that controls what she eats, how she exercises, and all this shit. Mm -hmm. And uh, somebody else who I don't I don't think it was offended the show, but they came in. It was like wow, I don't think she's an athlete look motherfucker me and you ain't out here with the body like that and me and you aren't out here with this regiment she is a professional athlete and when you say athlete a lot of people think you talk about sports you don't have to be a goddamn basketball football player hockey player and all that bullshit to be a for your body to be in the same conditioning as an athlete
1: did that person hop in y'all com- conversation without uh like any like y'all talking to him
0: right and that's yeah, what well, he's that,
1: yeah, probably an idiot yeah i was like oh get the fuck out of here yeah that's pretty much part of course on twitter right um i just like so jay-z started performing and i just kept thinking like how many drink orders get filled during this time <laughs> you know ah! not not that it was bad but i just i mean people are here for beyonce how many people are like all right i can get my beer now i'll be right back right Oh, let me know let me know if she uh come back you know text me I, I'll, I'll drop what i'm doing to run in there right um the uh <laughs> So, uh, yeah, it was uh, everybody was jamming, um, you know, Beyonce uh, and Jay um, started showing the clips from the on the run video thing. Mm-hmm.
2: Show and they showed when
1: they ran up in the bank and was robbing it and Beyonce was cussing. Like, Get down on the ground. Give me all the edges, motherfucker. I want all y'all's edges. <laughs> it was like, no, not the national edges and loans. She's like, oh, give me the ones in the safe. <laughs> give me all of them. She was getting them. Um, uh, did <laughs> I remember remember when Molly Cyrus mentioned that, um, Beyonce
0: like time was up last year. Remember when we covered down mm-hmm. the show? She backed up from that shit real quick. She was like, No, 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 no. Like I was like,
1: that. who the fuck sees this and thinks, Yeah, Molly Cyrus could do some of this. Because right, Molly I- Cyrus bouncing around with a big fake booty and getting in trouble in other countries. We have to say shut shit down. And with a flawless
0: performance. No in, no jokiness in, to it. Right. In another country and the thing is like it's just one of those things where regardless of if you like her singing and all that bullshit she puts on a show she put on a performance there's not anybody else right now that can put on a performance like that right like
1: adele might sell a lot of albums when she comes back and i think people will be but just the actual performance part of it is just not the same Mm -mm. man um, they will sing
0: her ass off. Right. People will buy it.
1: Yeah, and it's going to be good. People going to go to the concert, but right. it's not the same News. as the versatility that Beyonce has um and to even let like you know they're in love and that their marriage must be good because to even let Sean sit down with her and act like planning out his songs mattered too. That's love. Right. You know what I mean? Like she sat down and said, "Oh baby, you going to do um mop um and and then you're gonna do the um you're gonna do you're gonna do the um any up part of the verse on there okay that's good baby that's yeah that's good yeah ah! um i'm gonna have an elephant come out and then and a giraffe right and then they both gonna start dancing right and, and some we, gazelles gonna be bouncing off the walls yeah we taught them choreography right so, we got some baby lines you know, in the just, back just make sure that you're backstage by the time and then when you come out you can do one of your cute songs like right renegade or big pimping right. or whatever it is let's that do. you do right um and uh we'll pretend that that's anywhere close to what the fuck i'm doing and we'll just pretend that the crowd is going to be into your shit as well as mine but come on let's be honest here right honest here.
0: i'm just star. yeah
1: come on um it would have been cool if M.O.P. could have came out and performed with him though, because he did "You Don't Know," which uh, has one of the best like intros ever. Like mm. that beat, it's that, everything. I think that is that a just blaze. I think it's a just, just blaze, blaze beat. Looks like, do you have it? Um, let me see if I can find it. But I think it's a just blaze beat. And for those mm. who know it off the top of their head, you're already hearing it in, in your brain as is. For- yeah, I
0: mean, they talk about Jay. Jay gonna be 90 still making money from his money back in '88.
1: Yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah, uh, niggas is rich too. That's right. only thing I like about them. Uh, <laughs> that They so rich,
0: <laughs> and don't give a fuck about y'all or y'all opinions.
1: Yeah. Um. Well, let me see if I can find this. I don't know why I'm having a hard time finding this shit, but um, uh, I it, it's got that. For those that don't know it, I, I'm, I guess it would be better to play it. Let me just play it. Yeah, so people can hear it. Yeah, because I was just about to try to um, do my. Uh, this joint. I'm not
2: trying to beat you gotta let this beat. one breathe, us. Actually, just the remix. But
1: it's got the same beat, so. Okay.
2: Should it breathe for a
0: second? I'm not trying to get Newest addition to the rock. MOP. Blueprint 2 is on its way. I know y'all
2: hear my footsteps out there. I
1: totally forgot MOP was on Rockefeller Records. Anyway, sorry about that. <laughs> And I was like, oh, if M.O.P. would have came out, I would have been so excited. But M.O.P. needs passports just to leave like Brownsville, not just America. Like them niggas, I don't think them niggas is allowed nowhere else. But God, that would have been that beat is everything. Yeah, like and that's the thing, Jay did all his shit with no features except for the ones Beyonce was on. So, they, like he performed these songs that Kanye would have been on, no Kanye, right? You know, Pimp C, like all and this. If he stuff. wanted
0: to, he probably could have said, "Hey, you know they they'd have dropped everything to come." But yeah. he was like, "You know, fuck it." Mm-mm.
1: Um. So yeah, they they uh they did that shit and uh it just about this time i just noticed how good it looked right like that it just the editing was crisp Mm -hmm. um the cutaways the cut back and the fact that you know this all came from what looked to be like the same like show it didn't look to be like like sometimes you watch shows and it's like well you do a concert um special and it's actually from a collection of different places so it's Mm -hmm. like okay the performance we did in montreal was the best one of this song so we're gonna blend it in with the performance we did over here and we're gonna do this blah 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 and that wasn't what this was it was like we need to get it cut and edited properly um the slow motion this the 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 cuts to the, to the, to the background, um, clips that they were playing, some of the footage I've never seen them show before, like the wedding footage and the blue. Yeah. Oh, everything with that family at the end. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, but even like, just like the movie stuff from On the Run, the way that they f- edited, they, the way that they put it into the show where it was like they would be rapping and then it might cut to for four seconds part of that, that footage and then it will become the full screen then they will kind of pull back out and it will be on the big screen behind them but you can still see them rapping or singing that was just dope as shit man
0: right and also uh for people that went to the concert a lot of a lot of them were saying that the um they basically had a full-fledged camera crew like Mm -hmm. rotating around and all that stuff at every concert and so they was saying that basically her team chopped that shit up was like here you go hbo yeah and they just they just had their last concert like last week mm-hmm. so within like a week time they end up getting this shit together for hbo
1: mm-hmm. um your camera's off by the way but um yeah so so like they did that um and it was uh like it, it was just cool man like even the way they transitioned from on and off stage and all mm-hmm. that the way it was shot around it it was just real it was real dope man um Jay did some shit from Watch the Throne, which, you know, I was glad to see, cause Watch the Throne, one of my favorite albums of all time. Uh, then, Beyonce came out on that chair, and uh, what? Not since Janet Jackson's control have I wanted to be a chair so bad.
3: Just,
0: that chair,
1: that she, chair was getting the business. She fucked the shit out of that chair. Um I think, <laughs> I don't think, like, and then the chair just kinda like discreetly moved and left and went backstage. I think I had to change pants.
0: Yeah, did disappear quickly.
2: Yeah,
1: take a nap or something. I think the chair came. Yeah, did
0: they had this really cool thing where Jay performed and He sat down, mm-hmm. and then they like turned him away. And Beyonce was on the side other side. Like, oh shit, a two way mirror. Right. I was <sighs> like, what the fuck is this?
1: Um. Oh, also, um, when Jay was performing, I noticed that a lot of these French people knew the words, mm-hmm. yeah. English words. Right. They don't even like English words over there. They refused to speak our shit. They were speaking it that night. I was like, these powerful ass niggas in Paris. Look at this.
0: Right. And it's just one of those things where they're, they're one of the few, but they are big time artists, but they're one of the few artists that can basically go just about anywhere in the world and somebody would know them. Yeah. Somebody. Oh, and they did Drunken
1: Love. Mm hmm. And even what, what I was reminded was, Remember how Drunk in Love was supposed to be, like, feminists were writing these, like, mostly white feminists, were writing these, like, uh really, like, condescending think pieces about, is this really pro-feminist for Jay-Z to be rap- rapping about Mike Tyson and Ike Turner and men that beat women? And it was like, well, it's obvious it's in the spirit of, like, a metaphor of, I'm gonna beat the pussy up in like you know like playful married couple banter like they're talking back and forth you've never had any i mean well some of these women probably never have but you've never had anybody like i'm gonna tear that ass up i'm about to wait till we get home i'm gonna do this that and the other they don't really mean they're gonna tear your ass up and they don't really mean (laughs) they're gonna beat the pussy up by punching it they like this just playful sex talk and you know a little bit of like dominant you know type type talk and that's what You know, to me, that's why I've always read those lines as. Well, when you see it performed, it immediately goes away because he's saying this while snuggling, kissing on her neck, while smiling in her face and... She's smiling back and they're making eye contact. Now, look, shit could all be a performance. Maybe they hate each other. What I saw on the stage, though,
0: made me believe. Yeah, I, I know like, it's so. I said, like, well, Devin, I'm, I'm gonna stay fooled. Yeah. I'm like,
1: I don't this ain't the truth. I don't, don't want to know. know it. Me
0: either. So, so,
1: but that, but it was funny because I just remember all those think pieces. You know, this album has 50 million think pieces written about it. Mm-hmm. And so many would just listen. Yeah. You can't say things like this in a song. It's like, uh, yes, you can. Like they they obviously love each other. They, uh, he's not Ray Rice, all right. He's not. Um, how many Beyonce babies you think gonna pop up nine months from now? A lot. Feel like a lot of people gonna be. And
0: and the thing of
1: babies, y- babies name stuff like B or Paris or, you know what I mean? <laughs> stuff like stuff like that.
0: <laughs> be like I want a blue baby. And call, call, call it sky blue. Mm-hmm. Paris blue. Uh, Johnson. <laughs> right. Carolina blue. Mm-hmm. Yes, a lot of that gonna be happening. And, and the thing about it is that, uh, uh, secretly, uh, this was one of the few concerts that I think men and women enjoyed equally. You know what it
1: was, man? A lot of these dudes, I saw my timeline. Right. Trying to act like they was watching the game. Right but that, them niggas was just, watching that concert they was checking in because i would just yes. see the the like mm. and you know what like because it's so sexual and because jay-z's there it gives a lot of guys who have like these masculine ego hang-ups an excuse to be like well i, I mean of course i'm gonna tune in to see that ass but you also tune in because that album's good as shit like right i know that beyonce album good as shit because i don't really listen to beyonce other than this
0: and Roderick, you know, I'm the opposite. I loved it. I was singing everything.
1: Yeah. No, no, no. That's not
0: the opposite. What are you talking about? Oh, the opposite. Oh, oh, you were talking about the dudes. Yeah. Yeah.
1: No, I'm saying, like, I was singing along. Like, like I had a good time. listen. I Of course, you know all Beyonce's hits. Like you said, they're both so famous. Mm-hmm. Even if your ass, like, lived in a cave, you know, her most popular song. Right. So it was like, for me personally, I was just like, yeah, I'm having a good time, and I don't have to have the pretense of like I'm a masculine man. I can't enjoy yeah, okay. a woman. You know, I like enjoy I don't a have a woman perform. Yeah. yeah. Now I'm gonna go watch sports. Fuck you, ladies. Like uh I didn't have to do that, but a lot of dudes were doing that dance and that timeline. Were like, "Oh, James, uh still ain't in the game. <laughs>
2: Ooh, <laughs> Might oh. as well tune
1: in to Beyonce for 30
0: minutes. Right. Check the game
1: again. thirteen thirteen. 13. Uh, anyway, yes, I'm, I'm
0: back. So yeah, I, I'm back. I, and so for. This was like I said, it was a very unique concert because you you literally seen men and women in so much unison. You you didn't really see them them tweets where dudes were like harassing all the women, right? Like like that's why I say it was if a little, they if they were out there, nobody was listening, to them. right? Because there was such a like one percent that was yeah. like fuck you nigga. I come to see Jay or I come to see Beyonce or I'm a dude and I want to see Beyonce's ass. So mm-hmm. fuck what you talking about. And they kind of got washed away. So it was so really for that cause. It was such a peaceful night. And I think for most people that either don't like J or don't like B, they kind of got washed out of the timeline. Mm -hmm. And I like that shit. Let people have a good time. Fuck you.
1: Yeah, so I was like, um, I'm straight up in love right right now. So I don't want to hear any shit talking. Me either. I was not here uh, for it. Right about then, that's when uh, a lot of people stream ended. Um, they was trying to stream the concert for free. Should have paid that HBO man. Would have been fine. Oh, so oh, what do you mean? Oh, they stream ended. Yeah, they was trying to internet stream it, and the stream went down.
0: Oh, somebody was like, "Oh, oh, oh cut that stream off." Beyonce broke the internet. <laughs> I think that's what happened. Yes, she really did. Man,
1: she was so good, man. She came out and did uh some like Motown dreams, girl. Shit, man. Like, Jill's just she's just so versatile man it's like it she took you back to like the 70s with that shit
0: yes she Where did. you just sit
1: up there like mm-hmm, tell me about it girl you know um then she had uh two dudes like eric andre who i'm assuming were french dancers and they were dancing and shit
0: them dudes was like going 50 feet in the sky they was mm-hmm. hopping out ceilings and, and and they were like some of the i don't want to say distractions but they was like Two dudes was, like, moving and wiggling around while she was, like, changing clothes under, un, in, in the Underground Railroad and shit. But them dudes was actually doing some fantastic shit in the background. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, shit, did he just shoot 50 feet in the air?
1: And uh, she did Why Don't You Love Me? hmm Where, uh, and uh, my man Dragonfly Jones said, Beyonce need to let me see what that thing smelled like. And I said, like Jay-Z, unfortunately. like, <laughs> it's, it's, it's taken. Um, yeah, and I
0: was, I was joking cause I was like, uh, I bet you, uh, Beyonce smell like, like honey and glitter and rainbows <laughs> and then, and money all wrapped in one up close.
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh, well she sang the shit out of that. Yeah, she did. Um, like, I, it's just, the versatility is just amazing, man. Um, and then, you know, like, like she does those songs. Um, um, and then Jay comes out with that. Blue told me to remind you niggas, you know, um and it's like, I guess, you know, because Beyonce can sing the chorus to Holy Grail, so it kind of gives them a chance to be on stage together, and the thing is, when they do the songs like that, um, the slower, sadder songs or mm-hmm. more emotional songs, mm-hmm. I think the audience kind of goes through a tr- tr- transition too, where it's like... Right. Oh my God, love has problems sometimes. Are they talking about <laughs> each other? Is this really? I think they purposely strategically designed yeah, the show. Cause they like take, that. it's like a movie. They take you through the whole fucking thing. Like it's, Hey, we here. Everything's excited. Remember these hits for sometimes love is tough. Hey, you're like, Oh, love is tough. And then <laughs> right. they come back like, but we still together, y'all. And it's fine. You're, you're like, like, yay,
0: they still together. And we sh- can go home now. Right. And shout out to the beehive cause she actually had a clip where for just out of the blue with just some bees flying around I was like she see y'all out there be the mm-hmm. bees like Zzzz.
1: she be knowing right um yeah so he did fuck with me you know I got it I, I kind of wish officer Ricky could have been there um then partition came on
0: mm-hmm
1: and uh she murderized that shit um uh, god damn she murdered it she just fucked that that, that sofa looking chair thing
0: yes and she was giving that pole with the business yep and I was thinking to myself
1: like at this point, I was like, yo, they really, because, like, it was going by so fast.
2: hmm I was like,
1: this shit almost over. They really tour around the world in different cities doing this shit for three hours a night. Right. For what? When did, this shit, when did this shit leak? Like, December of last year or something? hmm So, for almost a year, they've been doing this. I know couples that can't take a road trip together. Right, up the street and around the fucking corner. Like this is amazing to me. That they I mean, it was it was amazing, dog. So, you know, I, I was just looking at Jay Z's wife like you lucky ass nigga. <laughs> Look at you up here. Basking in her glory. She even let you open for her. Look. Right. Um yeah, and then uh Jay came and did um um Ninety Nine Problems with a Bitch Ain't One
0: yes he Which did. everybody
1: loves rick rubin did the fuck out of he killed that beat uh best thing he invented since that sandwich um <laughs> uh then then um beyonce came and sang uh lauren hill um uh, song
0: it made me miss her so much oh, i wish she <laughs> didn't go crazy i think it was x factor right uh, I think. I think so.
1: But uh yeah, she did Lauryn Hill's song.
0: Actually, probably better than same, Lauryn Hill at the
1: same time that Lauryn Hill was hours late to her own concert. Oh shit! Was she performing a Jazzy remix?
0: Oh shit! <laughs> you know, I see if them people had HBO Go, they could have tuned in on their phone and seen a better show.
1: Yeah, like you just? They, yeah, if they had HBO Go. They could have just looked it. Right,
0: they had. They had a better show. they been like. Oh. It was, hey, hey, Beyonce performing it, y'all. The same song. She sound better.
1: Yeah. Like, I just figured that, like, her, like, Lauren Hill coming out and just completely, uh, fucking up the song and shit. Right. It could all be so simp, 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 so simple. <laughs> but you'd rather make it hard, hard, yes. hard. You can't sue me. You can't sue me. This is a different song. All right. Right. Nobody record this. Everybody turn your phones off. <laughs> I know no cameras. Anyway, we got to speed it up. I got to get out of here. <laughs> yes i'm know, on them drugs i know you've been waiting two hours but i got i gotta go okay i'm
0: gonna give you a 15 minute concert
1: i'm two hours late for another concert after this one so uh let's right. let's, let's see if we can speed up love you is like a battle and both end up with scars hey tell me who i have to be to get some rest uh pros oh ha 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 all right guys i'm out i've been Lauren hill you <laughs> are <the> opening act <laughs>
0: have
1: a good night yep up next is pros uh so then after she was singing x factor she brought in the big girls to sing the chorus of this it's only three of them and i was like this is perfect because only the big black women's pain could like just seep into the chorus so good
0: it is nothing like it i it's nothing like it mm-mm. like because be it's, mad it's at real that, be mad at that stereotype if you want that pain is real, and but you that shit sound it.
1: good she wouldn't found them she found them. She was like no, no, mm-mm. y'all look. No, like no. I I want to no see the chicks for this one. Yeah, I want to see the auditions for that.
0: Right. Like,
1: when I had you. Nope, sorry, you're mm-hmm. not not mm-hmm. big enough, and you haven't ever been broken up with. Get out. of Right.
0: Away. You you're not old enough. Yeah. You ain't you ain't really felt no pain. Get out of right. here.
1: When's the last time you cried during a Tyler Perry movie?
0: Right. Nope, you haven't. Okay. Never. never? Is, okay. Oh, You've been divorced. Yeah. You've been a single mama. Mm-hmm. All right. You, you got the part. Right. Ma'am, you don't even have to sing. I know you can sing. Right? She just walked. <laughs> she just walked in. They was like, "Let, me,
1: uh, let you, me guess. You're running late from church, and then you had to go pick up your kid from school after school because he got in trouble. You can come on in. Yeah, you, you, you yeah, got yeah, the part. You got the
0: part. Mm-mm.
2: Yeah,
1: <laughs> you got the part. You got
0: uh, to you, you, we, you, you perform. Yeah. Mm-mm. No. Mm-mm. Did you drive up here listening to Luther Vandross? Yeah, you got yeah, the part. You got the part. Is that a wig you got on because you didn't have time to do, do your, your hair? hair. Mm-hmm. You got the part, baby. Yeah, you got it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, she is. Is that a Jerry curl? I see you. Uh, uh you definitely got the part. Mhm. Uh, then
1: uh, I forget what Jay performed, but he put the "Me and My Bitch" underneath the the beat. What was that? Oh, it was um, "Song Cry." I think. Yeah. That was dope. Yeah. So.
0: And Beyonce and all them thighs. Oh, it's just mm-hmm. thighs and legs and butts for days. Yeah.
1: And then I realized we only had 45 more minutes of this Josh Whedon-directed home movies that were playing in the background and <laughs> singing in beautifulness. Um, and uh, she sang her uh, resentment song, mm-hmm. and Everybody, everybody on my timeline got in their feelings. They was all talking about-
0: That's one of my favorite songs. How
1: bad uh, men have done them over the times that they've no, been around. I
0: do like that. That song just makes you sad, and mm-hmm. the recording, that actually, the actual recording of that song is just so beautiful. Yeah. She sings her ass off.
1: And uh she said, uh, you know, that whack bitch instead of that white bitch. Uh but I said, I don't care what she said, whack, white, all the
2: same. <laughs> yeah.
1: People was correcting because I was like, she said white bitch and they was like, She said whack. I was like, Nope, it's white to me. <laughs> you can't change it. At you can't all. Change what happened. Be mad. Um so yeah, they was they was crying. Um and I realized at that moment that Jay-Z could not come back on stage, because Beyonce is so good at making the audience feel how she was conveying the song to feel. Right. If he would have came up there, everybody would have been looking like... booed
0: him. Look at They'd you. Be like Boo this nigga, boo. You disgusting, filthy-ass, cheating piece of
1: shit. Look. Right. Like, she had to really go back to some happy songs and then bring them back on
2: there.
0: Oh, Yeah believe you me they was like no no you can't do that you can't do that to him yeah. come on you come on you we got we got to have a have a you know have something here you know because he's out there by himself we we, can, we can't
1: feed him to the wolves yeah so she hyped him back up then he did H to the Izzo. of course they did that uh niggas in paris and everybody lost their mind for that mm-hmm. and uh, the audience was even doing kanye parts you know which i kind of wished Kanye was there, but then I kind of didn't because I feel like if Kanye was there, he was like, stop the music. Right. I need to go on a little bit of a rant. Now, (laughs) commercialism
0: is killing Hollywood. In the middle of that show, yeah, they was like, no, 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 no. Because people
1: kept being like, man, Kanye should be there. And I kept thinking like, yeah, but he will. I want everybody to stand up. What is this, the special needs section? Oh, it ah. is? It is a special needs action. Okay, so y'all well, can sit some down. Y- Can some of y'all stand? You got two legs. It's working. Yeah. What about you? You just look slow. You stand. The rest of y'all, the ones in the wheelchair, like, slow boy, you hold one of them up.
0: <laughs> y'all them. y'all lean on each other. Everybody I'm stand not, up. I'm
1: not doing this song until all the people that can stand pick the other people out of wheelchairs and hold them up right. so I can see them. We about to jam. So, yeah, he couldn't go
2: and right, it made
1: no. it made complete fucking sense right like like it was like, no nigga you you stay you home don't
0: get you, to you don't get to come to paris you no don't, you don't know how to act
1: right that crossed him off the list nigga came out for one verse and went home yes yeah, she did like kanye would have been there trying to do six seven
0: songs and shit <laughs> right um, that that had just a section of jay-z and kanye mm-hmm. That they, did their whole album they and, did uh and plus they
1: already did a tour together y'all. Don't right anyway. um uh, so um they did Hard Knock Life. And they showed like that's when they start showing videos of like Jay-Z as a kid and her as a kid if they crossed the street and shit. That was pretty mm-hmm. funny. And I kept thinking like, Yep, conviction ain't gonna be Annie. Can't wait for y'all to be mad about that. Yes. Um Beyonce sang. Then they got to like the last like part, the last act, and it was like Beyonce started by singing that bang bang song. Um the old school song. Yeah, that bang bang. He shot me down, bang bang. I hit the ground, bang bang. bang. That's my shit. Um,
0: so they, and they kept that. doing it like slow mo. It was really neat when they did yeah. that because they kept doing it slow mo, and they was like had like this um, where her and all her dancers like kind of mimicked the gun, and mm. when they would go up and it was they would like move real slow doing the bang bang. It was really really yeah.
1: beautiful. And then in the background they had a video playing that was actually her like as a lounge singer singing to jay-z smoking a cigar like it was just dope as fuck man right
0: and then she had one where she like left all these messages that was hilarious dumb.
1: oh yeah she left 31
0: voicemails <laughs> on. right i was like shit i wish beyonce would call my ass
1: yeah and so then they this is you know this, so then they got ready to do the last part and she came out in the black dress he came out in the all white like suit and it was like you know th- it was like it was just dope. It was like the opposite of the roles in a wedding. Normally, the guy comes out in like the dark suit, the woman comes out in a white dress. You know, it was dope. You know, it was like it was kind of different. Yeah. And then they held hands and walked down the aisle to the, the the center stage. It was it was just smooth as shit, man. Yeah,
0: and um, she had on a red. I mean, black. She had that black dress with that cape. It was a flag.
1: Oh, it was a flag? That's what that was? Mm-hmm. It was a flag. Cause when she made the gravity behind her stretch it out, I, it looked like almost like a cape or something. It was dope.
0: Mm-hmm. Got stars and stuff on it. Looked like a flag to me. Mm.
1: Well, she was, she was killing that shit.
0: Yeah, and um, she was riding Mr. Ed. That's, that's the most I've seen Mr. Ed in forever. Cause she was riding him across the screen doing that bang, bang.
1: hmm And then they went up there and started dancing in front of everybody while was performing. It was like the best first dance at a wedding reception of all time. Right it was all sweet and then they showed blue Ivy and their family photos cause you know Beyonce records all her life pretty much so mm-hmm. she had footage of just them hanging out and doing shit and like they're kinda like the run of their relationship you know um and you know to like they even like had him hold it they took pictures when she was pregnant with him holding her stomach and stuff right so I guess we can squash those rumors unless y'all think was that like they wouldn't got fucking James Cameron
0: to do that. Come on, guys, let it
2: go.
0: Um, yeah, her and Blue was in a pool, and Blue yeah. was like uh, had her hand on her chest. Like it was just everything.
2: And then
1: I found out who likes the song "Young Forever." Because I hate it. I think everybody I know hates. Come on, you. Forever Young. No, Young Forever is the name of the song. Oh. I now the chorus says Forever Young. Oh, that's
0: why I thought it was Forever Young.
2: My yeah, bad.
1: But the name of the song is Young Forever. It's literally one of my least favorite Jay-Z songs of all time. Uh, if you haven't heard it, uh, I'll try to play it for you. But it's on the Blueprint 3. And drop the on Listen, I know a lot of people.
0: This
1: is this. I know a lot of people that love Jay Z. I don't personally know anybody that loves Young Forever. I just don't. I'm sure there, there are is people. Somebody's jam. The song charted. It's not me, right? Like, the, so I found out who likes this song: white French people. It was singing the fuck out of this song. I'm trying to tell you. White folks love that song. While they were showing them little babies on the screen and them playing at the beach and all this right. shit. Wasn't wouldn't
0: wouldn't that his dedication to 9-11? Uh, I think so. Yes, think it so. was. And mm-hmm. that's that's another reason why that song became so popular.
1: And so everybody was like watching them like showing Blue Ivy how to walk and shit. Man, it was just uh, like yeah. if, if you
0: was going to cry just the
1: moment, there was a time where you could cry and be okay. Um... But uh yeah, I, uh everybody was murdered by this and then I sat there and watched the T V credits like they were gonna come out and do an encore. Right.
0: Right. That's what I was <laughs> that's what I was thinking too. We watched it to the end.
1: Yeah. Um and it was dope because they both like kinda thanked each other at the end of the thing and, you know, said how they feel about each other. And um after the credits came, uh Samuel Jackson recruited them both for the Avengers. So that was cool.
0: Oh. yes it it was everything and at the at the end of the concert i had a clip of jay-z and uh, beyonce clapping mm-hmm. and i was saying thank you for bringing this to my tv because my ass couldn't afford to go mm-hmm. you know because the, it was a funny though because i remember when they first announced that they were going to put this on hbo so many niggas was ragging, talking about why they put it on HBO. All number one, all her shit goes on HBO. She's done previous concerts on HBO, right? And so, so this is nothing new. Um but they was like, why are they putting her shit on, on 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 this and stuff like that? They want as many people to see it as possible. And guess what? Everybody didn't have four, five, six, a thousand dollars per ticket to go. I know I could if I could've took my ass there, I would have. So I'm glad they put it on there. And on top of that, it made fucking HBO be the trending topic of every fucking social media. Like it benefits HBO to do this. And some people might have even signed up for HBO just so they wouldn't have no problems watching the concert. May have canceled it right after, but they was like, I will sign up for three days for this.
1: Yep. Um, so I was, you know, very, um, very impressed. And yeah, that's, that's the bar, man. I haven't seen a concert event like that since, uh, shit, when, when MJ was on HBO, like, you it know. just
0: stopped the presses, because like I said, it was, it was very, uh, to me, it was well done. It was perfect. Like I said, she had about fifteen, eleven hundred 1,100, uh, outfit changes. Uh, they had Circus Golay in the background. Uh, it was, it was beautiful. And, and I had a good time. I was haying and yesing and snapping and, and dancing shit. I broke a sweat sitting there just moving and popping around the whole time. I had myself a good time. And everybody that went to the concert was saying that it was even, even like, even better in person, which I could only imagine. Of course. So, uh, and, yeah, that's
1: why you go to concerts. Right.
0: And it also was one of those things where, uh, Nina was saying that she wore heels. I was like, I was looking, I was looking like, you wore heels. Why would you wear heels to a Beyonce concert? Yeah, you stupid idiot. No, she's not an idiot. Oh, okay. No, go she's ahead. not. Sorry. But a lot of other women did too, because it's like, hey, I'm going to Beyonce cause I'm going to be cute. But if you went you probably were literally standing up for like the 2 hours and something straight. You probably stood up the whole time. I know your feet was killing you. Fashion
1: is danger Karen.
0: It yeah, a lot more danger than me. I'm like, fuck that. Let me wear tennis shoes and flats.
1: Mhm. Um so uh, apparently uh some some celebrity news got leaked. But it was Kim Kardashian and Vanessa Hudgens who everybody's already seen naked many times and Kim Kardashian has a fucking sex tape. Right. Um, Hope Solo was included in this round. Um, uh, Jennifer Lawrence, Kaylee Kuko, I don't know who they are. And, uh, they did have a list, a master list from a while back of like, these are the celebrity nudes that we have. So it looks like. Master list? Yeah, maybe the list was right. Gabrielle Union was on the list and her news leaked later. Um, too. So yeah, man. And it, like, if nothing else solidifies that this is creepy and about, power and about making these women feel uncomfortable and unsafe. Right. The fact that you would leak Kim Kardashian's news when you could just go like watch her sex tape on the internet. You, I right, You could just Google her naked. Like it's not like getting a picture of Kim Kardashian naked is hard to do. Mm -mm. It just tells you that it's about invading their privacy and that guys get off on that. You know. Right. I wasn't supposed to see
0: these and now I am. And there's something wrong with you and you judging and critiquing shit that was never meant for your eyes to see. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and it's not even
1: like the judging and critiquing that I'm getting off, that I'm going, like, that I would go off on. It's just the idea that they're excited about it. You know what I mean? Like, it's not even just a, like, when Jill Scott came out, it was a bunch of she looks good or she doesn't look good. Mm -hmm. Some of this shit isn't even someone looking good or not looking good. It's just... It's just people going I got, I got these. She's not she doesn't want me to see these. And now I have seen them. Right. Like it's a person I can watch, fuck. But I get to see her picture. she didn't want me to see. And that's more Lord. you know, that that's better than, than not, you know?
0: I don't know. It's just weird. I think it's weird too. So
1: um, a complete
0: va- invasion of your privacy, no matter who it is.
1: Right. Uh Keisha Cole. Uh went to jail Friday morning. Uh oh. She assaulted a woman who apparently spent the night with her rumored boyfriend. Uh Keisha Cole apparently is dating uh Birdman, the CEO of Cash Money. But didn't what?
0: Ke- what didn't? I'm confused. Maybe this is somebody else. Yeah. Didn't Keisha Cole marry Booby Gibson? She did. Okay. They, they got. They, they must have got divorced. Okay. Yeah,
1: they split because he was cheating on her and shit. Uh, okay. So she went and found an upstanding man like Birdman who appreciates a woman like her. Brrr. Uh. So yeah, some woman spent the night at Birdman's house and she said, "Bitch, you fucking my man." Now maybe she was. Maybe she wasn't. I mean, she, Keisha Cole's bound to have some trust issues at this point, right? Right. Married a man that openly admitted to cheating on you and shit so uh but for some reason security let her go to birdman's penthouse when she got in there she saw another woman woman and she went nuts so she um i guess she showed up unannounced and another woman was in the dude's crib we're told keisha attacked her leaving scratches all over her face because you got to fight the other woman because it's her fault right cops were called and keisha was arrested for battery and an outstanding reckless driving warrant because of course she had an outstanding warrant she was released on forty six thousand dollars bail uh no comment from her representatives at the time at, at this time so yeah keisha cole man certified hood rat shit oh yeah you know i mean if you didn't already know from the right tv shows and the the, the other you know the other outlets that we have in the to knowing about keisha she Cole's like life, her
0: mama and all that stuff yeah
1: yeah, cause apparently it's not, um the, the least, um uh, you know, least known news. Oh, by the way, looks like Gabrielle Union contacted the FBI. I don't blame her. Yep. Good. You know what I mean? Good for her, man. Like, I, I think all these niggas should get in trouble when this shit happens.
0: Right. And I think you should go to jail. You should go to jail for this. And and even for like normal people, how people do like, I know they said some states are talking about passing laws, but it ought to be a federal law that if uh, me and you do something intimate and you record it and you quote unquote post it out there trying to get revenge on me mm-hmm. without my permission and consent, I ought to be able to sue your ass too because it was meant for you and your eyes only. It was not meant for the fucking internet just because your goddamn feelings got hurt
1: yeah i agree uh 100 percent um but uh yeah it's just weird because uh, people think that this shit is like a game and and it's, and it's not and you, next you really want to go to jail for 10 15 years right. fucking around because it's already on the law it's already on the books of the law in, in federally and in most states so you're already violating the law. Why are you playing around like this?
0: Right. And, and the the thing about it, it's about power. It's about shaming, yeah. you know, and a lot of times it's dudes doing it against women. Mm-hmm. Like most of the time, you, I mean, not to say women don't do it against men, but men are kind of viewed differently when it comes to this, especially in our country. Women are viewed immediately, you're a whore, you're a slut, and they're like, well, not really. This was never meant for you guys to see. This is an invasion of my privacy, and don't nobody want to hear this when the same people criticizing them have taken pics of themselves, sent them to their husband's wife, boyfriend, significant other, some strange on Instagram, but yet you're judging these people because their shit came out.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, so apparently the spanking debate has now like reached full throttle um and it's kind of become like let's examine black people again you know which you know i'm a bit i i I, obviously we talk about stuff on the show all the time but it gets a bit tiring when every like a lot of these issues burn down into like let's examine black people because maybe it's my own insecurity with it but it feels like it turns into Well, these are black issues right and i think people read the the headlines of these they read um tweets about it and shit and they just go well these are black issues so obviously there's no need for anyone else to get involved when some of this stuff i think are issues of for everybody right um and i think the conversation that's being had is just so off the rails because It it was supposed to be about child abuse that uh, Adrian Peterson did to his kid. And I don't even think there's an argument to say that that's not child abuse.
0: Right. And it becomes. Uh, At
1: least not by any uh, major amount of people
0: right, and it becomes the, well, what about the kids in Chicago argument all the time on a lot of this stuff, and, and it's very, very frustrating, we're talking about a man who abused his kid, and it's all black people, it becomes, it's a southern thing, you know, it's not that it's a country thing, it's a cultural thing, it's not, it extends back from slavery, you know, Um spanking and discipline happens all over the all, all across our country, and a large percentage of our country has no issues with corporate spanking, and it's just one of those things where you begin...
1: Wait, not corporate so
0: no, I mean, corporal, corporal punishment. Punishment, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's just one of those things where you begin to get off topic. A lot of that stuff needs to be discussed, needs to be talked about, but in their own separate lane. Yeah, well,
1: people, there's people that are hardcore on this shit, one way or the other, and right. I think the hardcore people are just weird to me. the people that never touch a child. you will die is the worst and then I'm like, well, that's not true either like right you, there's a lot of people that have there's too much of a percentage of people that have hit the kids for us to go uh all all of those all of those people are turning out bad kids that being said i'm not I'm not really here for it. you know what I mean if I had a kid i wouldn't I wouldn't hit them. um and I think. Uh, Adrian Peterson, what he did was just abuse. And I think anybody, even if you do think spanking is okay or whatever,
0: you're like, that's
1: abuse. Th- you should look at that and go, well, that's not. Right. And then vice versa. The people that go, no, it whatever you want to do to your kid, that's your kid. No one can tell you, those fuckers are wrong too. Right. Cause your child's not a to, chair. Yeah, you're fucking stupid too. Like, um, if, if I had to take one extreme over the other, give me the don't ever touch a kid extreme Mm -hmm. but of course you know if you don't hit your kid they turn into that django actress so be careful i be calling you up talking about daddy talk to the police right um the nfl football oh so i want to read this article there's two of them actually understanding black america and the spanking debate um this is by stacy patton who is the author of a book of on the historical roots of corporal punishment in the black in black culture NFL football star Adrian Peterson's child abuse scandal has sparked a national debate in America about spanking children and growing illegal illeg- illegality of certain kinds of abuse, corporal punishments, um, abusive of corporal punishments. In a personal piece, author Stacy Patton describes a complex legacy of corporal punishment in Black America. As a young child, my adopted mother stripped me naked and whipped me with switches, belts, hangers, shoes, and extension cords. She left physical and emotional scars and called her parenting technique spankings or good butt whoopings. Her reasons because the bible said it was right. She loved me, she wanted to protect me from the mean streets, drugs, early pregnancy and white people who said she wanted to beat me up. She said wanted to beat me up, lock me in jail or leave me for dead in the streets. I heard this message everywhere at family gatherings in black churches hair salons, barbershops on radio stations and in the performances of countless black comedians. I ran away at age 12 and bounced around in foster care before landing in a scholarship to a boarding school. Driven to understand why my adoptive mother and many black people believe so strongly in physical discipline, I earned a PhD in African American history and wrote a memoir about the historical roots of corporal punishment in black families and the intersections of race and parenting in modern times. Um, Peter, the Peterson controversy. And by the way, I, I personally think if you get hit with a drop cord or some shit that that that's too far you know what i mean like mm-hmm. you like you might as well be using a whip. like you can strip skin off somebody with that shit or mm-hmm. like i i don't know man this is yes, crazy yes you can the peterson controversy spotlights the struggle between black communities deep-rooted attachment to spanking and laws that criminalize a disproportionate number of black parents for their behavior Corporal punishment is deeply embedded in Christianity and Western culture, and African-American culture is related to slavery and Jim Crow segregation. Slavery and the post-emancipation racial terrorism may be part of our history, but it is not the whole history. Too often often discussions of race and harsh parenting techniques are essentially as pathologically black or black poor, even though the practice is more variegated by class and religion. America is a nation where 90% of all parents across racial or ethnic groups use corporal punishment at some point, but there's a prickly cultural divide between blacks and whites on what is deemed appropriate. Um, By the way, like I said, this is why I read the articles and not just the headlines. That being said, um, I saw uh, a girl, Siege, who will be on the show tomorrow. Okay. Was going in on people for reacting to the headline, not reading the article. I agree. People should read the whole article. True. But they but, do make salacious headlines to mislead people on purpose, right? And and, and it and it is one of the bigger pet peeves I have with the media because like the, the title of this shouldn't be "Black people and Blacker than Black Black" because you know it's kind of not fair to um to the the, the context of the article, right? Which is you that, read
0: it and you are like, okay, yeah, uh,
1: like nobody asks like, do fat people beat their kids more? Do uh, Skinny people, people, yeah, do people with lower yeah. education beat, the their kids more?
0: beat their kids more? Yeah, yeah we're like not going to that debate, yeah, yeah. Like,
1: if this article would have said straight people and the pathology of, like, you know, people would have been like, okay, I'm not reading that, but you say black people, it makes it seem like it's just studying us and it's kind of pawned off on us. And I think that the title is misleading on purpose to make you kind of walk click. into it that way. Mm-hmm. and you'll click on it. Um, but like I said, I read the whole article, um, before even reacting on Facebook. So I just hate, I just hate when it's framed in like race because it almost, in my opinion, like I said, and it could be just my own insecurity. I feel like it, in America, when you frame a concept just racially, a lot of people write it off as, well, black people need to handle this. What the fuck it got to do with me? Right. I'm not reading this article. Nope. I don't, I'm not going to look at the statistics. Mm-mm. This is just some black shit black people need to handle.
0: Because I don't care. And why, should, why should I deem black people yeah. issues important to right. me? Black
1: people problems aren't American problems. Nope. Even if you live in America. Many blacks are defending Peterson with arguments that a good whooping is love and not abuse and that it keeps children in line and hopefully safe from the wrath of the police or the prison system. Um, okay. I don't know how. I can only speak personally. I haven't seen a lot of that. You know what I mean? Now, I have seen some. But I just haven't seen like like and maybe it's not fair because I'm comparing when Ray Rice hit his wife and that shit first started days and days Mm -hmm. end upon it. Just people Mm -hmm. I've never heard of and will never hear from again. Right. Arguing with me. Arguing with me. Arguing with me. This anytime I talk about Ray Rice, uh, I mean, I talk about Adrian Peterson. I don't get that kind of pushback. Nope. Cause but maybe I'm talking know. about it in a different way or you something. Know. I don't know.
0: Beat them women. Mm-mm. Beat them children who probably has less of a defense than women. That's fine because, you know, it's your child is property. No,
1: I'm saying I'm not getting a pushback from people oh, arguing okay. saying that it's okay.
0: Okay. Normally,
1: I get some people showing up like, it's okay to beat your kid. Beat them. You know what I'm saying? Or mm-hmm. whatever. Like but, when it was when it was Ray Rice, it was... Sometimes you gotta hit a woman. What if she's provoking? Okay. I'm not even getting that. Mm-mm. I'm not even getting. Well, look at what the kid did. I'm not getting. Well, uh sometimes look I. Kid I I'm them. not even getting the. I was beating. It's okay. The only time I see the I got whoopings and it was okay is when people switch the discussion from Adrian Peterson's abuse to spanking. Right. Which, if that's what it's about, then it's actually not the same discussion.
2: Mm-mm.
1: So it's like I feel like people are kind of conflating. The people that are quote-unquote defending uh Adrian Peterson, I don't think they're really defending him. Well, I don't think a lot of them are defending him. I think a lot of them are like, no, what he did is wrong and too far. That being said, I don't think hitting a kid is bad. Like, I don't think it's always bad. I think you can spank a kid and, and, and they'll turn out fine. And then it's just this hardcore, like, I don't agree with you, so you're defending Adrian Peterson. I think that's what's happening. Right. But maybe I'm wrong. Anyway, um... That a good whooping is love and not abuse, um, and that it keeps children in line, hopefully safe from the wrath of the police or the prison system. And she did put a link to ibtimes.com. Thomas Barabi writes, Adrian Peterson's mother, Benita Jackson, defends son amid child abuse schedule. It's not about abuse. It's about love. Well, is, are we really using her as the link to many people are defending Adrian Peterson? It's his mama. Come on now. She probably beat him. You know what I mean? So I don't even know that that's uh, a fair, um, uh, what the fuck is this sound coming from? God, I hate our ass that pop up and play when you don't want to. But I don't even think that that's a fair assessment to say, well, credit what the fuck is going Why is everything playing on this page? I'm just going to close this page. But I don't think that's necessarily a fair assessment to say many people are defending them. And the link is her mama, his mama said, that it's okay. The mama would probably beat him. So, um, but, uh, you know, I will take your meaning though. I think it's indefensible and no one should be defending it. So anybody is too many in my opinion. So I, I, I hear studies show that black parents are more likely to use corporal punishment than any other group. Why? Historically, the black body has been subject to, uh, racial control, through centuries of slavery, lynching, sexual violence, reproduction, legislation, surveillance, segregation, mass incarceration, police uh uh pop practices and popular entertainment yeah i could definitely understand that um i think those are the pathologies that need to be examined in this discussion um i kind of wish stuff like that started the article rather and was the headline rather than just um you know, this kind of like, uh, oh, black America and what they have to do with spanking. It's not
0: clickable material. That's what that boils down to. People have it it lost you're right. that. You're, yeah, you're I right. mean, that sounds sad, but. And people, also, if
1: you blame anything on white people or say they have any involvement with something negative. They're not
0: going to give a fuck.
1: Yeah. Cause it's like in this study where it's like black ki- black parents do it more. 89% of black parents, um, said that, uh, um, they expect their children. 79 percent of white parents a 10 percent difference
0: right we're talking
1: 80 and 90 percent 80 percent of hispanics and 73 percent of asian so this isn't like some like i guess when people start framing it as why are black people so so much more harsh 10 percent more
0: right and a lot of that boils down into that we're more violent we discipline our children more when going by those statistics most people, most people who have children do some form of discipline. Yeah, I feel like it trickles into the idea
1: of this is why they shoot people like Mike Brown. This is why they shoot right, people like Trey Brown because They beat their own
0: children. And, and right. then you look at
1: the numbers, you're like, so 10% though? Really?
0: Right. 10%. So,
1: so you think your culture is better than us. You're doing this shit at an 80% clip.
0: Right. And
1: we're doing it at a 90% clip what better what better how
0: right and the thing is like your number statistically is larger than ours because you have more of a population here Uh our number is larger within our smaller group but overall your number is still larger than ours so more white people spank and discipline and do corporal punishment
1: yeah it's just weird man um black parents have responded to the systematic violence by debasing their children through harsh physical punishment but few parents view spanking through this lens it has simply been considered by most to be a core feature of black identity, quality, parent, and responsible citizenship. I guess, man. I, I, I guess I'm just having issues with just saying the black, like, everything is like, well, it's because black, black, black. is like, it seems to be American. It seems to right. be uh parenting in this country has an issue with this not just black people right and not even particularly more black people Mm
2: -mm.
1: when we're looking at percentages it's high as shit for everybody right uh, okay but you know this person was beat by uh somebody growing up and you know this has become her life cause so i can see how she might would be like i'm only focusing on black people and nothing else you know but I don't know, man. It feels like they're singling out black people when it's clearly a problem. Like, if I told, like, if I reversed the numbers and said, okay, well, actually, black people beat their kids at an 80% clip and white people beat their kids at a 90% clip. I don't think this article would be written as, why do white people beat their kids so much?
0: Mm-mm, because I feel
1: like they would just be like a non, like, well, white people are the standard and that's fine.
0: Right. We can gloss across it because it don't matter when actually it matters regardless of the race. But that's something you can't get people to talk about and discuss.
1: Right. Underlying black parents' attachments to spanking is a very real fear based on black suffering and random violence at the hands of white people. Blacks are quick to defend and need to spank and feel misunderstood when criticizing society where the consequences for stepping out of line are much harsher for black children than white was. Um, I do agree with that.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: A lot of black people get very vocal about defending this shit and. I just chalk it up to not being media savvy. uh, Because if white people are hitting their kids at eighty percent clip, why hasn't one white sports anchor spoken out and said, "Look, I hit my kids. I don't give a fuck." Why hasn't one white NFL player said, "I like Reggie Bush did," you know? Why why didn't? Uh, any white player go out and go, I hit my
0: kids oh, they're, because they're, they're more never, savvy. They'll never say that. Yeah. And they got no sense not to say it. Oh, yeah. It's damn, happening. Uh,
1: it's happening at an 80% clip. It's happening.
0: So people are And If you children. don't think
1: these athletes, white and black have experienced forms of corporal punishment throughout their careers and didn't surprise for everybody. If you think uh all the white kids are getting talking to on those teams, 80%, but somehow it's, mostly a black problem because black people tend to be the ones most vocal about this shit right and vocally defending it and being out front right um when former professional basketball player charles barkley said that i'm from the south whipping we do that all the time every black parent in the south is going to be all it be in jail under those circumstances he accurately represented the historical black perspective on parenting throughout the u.s um all the black parents looked at those pictures of Adrian Peterson's kids and went, that's
0: right. Right. All I of them. Cause I, I so. looked at that shit. I was like, that's goddamn abuse. Yeah,
1: I don't think so. Right. Um, but okay. In fact, whipping children has long been a badge of cultural superiority and morality in black communities. Um, okay. Many black parents identify the refusal to spank as white, viewing white. Oh no, I agree with that. Viewing white parents as too permissive and not in proper control of their children, especially in public spaces. Yeah, that's true. That happens all the time where black people be like i will whoop that kid's ass <laughs> you right. Like you like mommy 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 i want some ice cream you can't have any ice cream i'm about to start crying right now and it's like i'll take my belt off like that's a common like trope for black people to say i you know black people also say a bunch of other shit that you know doesn't like it's it's still kind of a joke and it's still kind of overstated but yeah and, fine.
0: and also a lot of people a lot of it goes back to racial if you see a white parent with a white child and the child falls out and and does what children do it's okay but if a black child does the same behavior it's, it's viewed completely different even though it's the same well, exact behavior well, we
1: live in a society where uh, you know um black kids are sent home from preschool at a higher rate for the same behaviors as white kids because they're just deemed as more dangerous and more wrong and more bad. Right. So, you know, there is an idea that you need to police your own kid because the world has already got much higher standards for their behavior than white children. Right.
0: Even if they really don't even comprehend and understand why you're doing what you're doing. It's like, no, you don't understand you're just being a child, but I have to kind of, I guess, restrain some of some of the playfulness or some of the exploration and things that you do because I don't want to have to constantly deal with you being suspended and then with other bullshit based off of your race. Child, I don't give a fuck about that, but that's something that the parent has to deal with.
1: Right, which is, you know, I think it's wrong. You right. Shouldn't, you shouldn't put that burden on your kid. The Peterson controversy exemplifies how this tradition of harsh discipline is clashing with growing anti-child abuse laws that punish parents. Though so, corporal punishment is still legal in public schools and in 19 American states, sentiment is shifting in favor of non-physical uh, methods of discipline. This sentiment is informed by 50 years of scientific research on the negative impact that hitting has on children, developing bodies, and brains. Uh, One question is whether these anti-spanking laws and white people's uh, righteousness, righteous indignation over harsh black parenting expose an agenda beyond a genuine effort to protect children. Um, Percentage of population saying it's right for parents to discipline children by striking them. Northeast 20 percent, Midwest 25 percent, West 27 percent, South 51 percent. Since black parents are mostly likely, most likely to spank, these laws put them at greater risk for arrest. Well, life puts black people at greater risk for arrest, Period. Um, even if they were doing it at the same rate, because we're talking about 80% and 90%. Right. It, it's not even like, to me, framing it as, well, black people will go to jail if they hit their kids. That's not really the best way to put it either. People it shouldn't hit their kids because right. it's just not right to do. If that's, you know, if that's your argument, don't hit your kid, why not? Well, you might go, you might get arrested. Well, that's not really... I might not also. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, how about just don't hate your kids because there's better ways to parent. There's right. just better, you got to find a better solution. Right. Uh That's feeding the incarceration pipeline. And since most black families are headed by single parents, and parents' arrest often sends their child, children into foster care, which also leads to the juvenile justice and adult prison pipeline. What is striking to me is that white America seems very comfortable with teachers, principals, police officers, prison guards, and neighborhood watchmen brutalizing black bodies but criminalizing black parents for doing the same, yeah, yep, um I agree, yeah, the police definitely have a uh corporal punishment problem,
0: right, and so for a lot of people it's very it's very difficult because it's like I want my child to be able to do things and have the freedoms, but at the same time, the way the system is set up. If I don't do no discipline at all, I you know that if my child goes out there and does something, your the rate of you being arrested and prosecuted and stuff it's just higher. Mm-hmm. You know, not that it's fair, or right? But it's just higher, and and that and that's something that you can't get around. So for a lot of parents, it was like, uh, it it goes back to some of the things you said before. They're like, fuck it, I don't want some officer. Doing these things to you, I'd rather discipline you at home, which makes sense, but there's still a proper method to do this.
1: Yeah, I just, honestly, man, um, I'm at a point where, like, if I, like I said, if I, if we ever had kids or something, I wouldn't hit them. I wouldn't, I wouldn't whoop them, man. Like, I just can't, um, I don't know. I would try to find a better way. And I know that that might just be naive to say, but we ain't having kids, motherfuckers. Y'all can't make me do anything. So, yeah, and it um, it would be a
0: lot more. Uh, talking a lot more. I mean, there's other shit you can do. Which which is a longer method.
1: The first thing you do is you buy them an iPhone. Okay? I I don't care if they're in the crib. Mm -hmm. You buy them an iPhone to start off their life. Then they get used to the iPhone and they're having fun. You upgrade them to an iPad. Then they're like, oh shit, I got an iPad. I'm balling, son. And then anytime they fuck up, you just take it from them. Oh, Lord. Then they they all fucked up because they never known life without that. You see what I'm saying? So... (laughs) um the controversy and cultural clashes around the peterson clay case are signs of a society and the process of reconsidering long accepted traditions and practices whatever happens to adrian peterson in this issue is a sleeping giant that is awakened and can no longer be ignored ignored so yeah man um like i said that's and that's the entire article every word of it still find to be the title a little misleading understand black america and the spanking debate right i still find the focus on black people to be a little bit misleading because i feel like it, in addition to it being a bit disingenuous from a lot of people, um, if if ninety percent of black people are parents are saying I've spanked my kid, but then eighty percent of
0: white parents are doing the same, I don't um, get why it becomes a black only issue. Instead of an American issue or a parenting issue.
1: Yeah, I just don't get it's like if you are hardcore against that shit, you'd be going just as hard on um, you know, on on, on white people for this shit. You be going hard on America. Seems mm-hmm. like an American problem. It
0: is an American problem.
1: Yeah. So, yeah. Anyway. Um, I thought that was a good article. I'll I'll probably save the other one for another time. We need to play our games because last time um my fantasy team almost got fucked up waiting too late. So um definitely don't want to go through that shit again. No you know problem. what I'm saying, guys? <laughs> I'm sorry everybody, but y'all got the deal. Um <laughs> here we go. Fucking with those black people—we're just fucking with those blacks. We're just fucking with fucking with black people. That's right, guys. It's time for fucking with black people—the game that we love to hate to play—and you guys get to love to hate it along with us. We read articles from all over the place and we grade them from zero to a hundred on how much we feel fucked with as black people. Today's contestants is everybody again, and it has been for quite some time. Right. Pick a number from zero to thirty. And there's probably even more than thirty, but just go with thirty. All right. We're gonna do ten. Ten. One, two, three, four, five, six, 7, 8, 9, 10. Well, this one I almost counted as as Ferguson with black people, but oh, I I
0: d- I
2: didn't, didn't know feel
1: like doing it. No, it almost counted as okay. that. It's not I'm not yeah, you didn't do anything wrong. Uh dude wrote for Washington Post, his name's Sunil Duda uh he's a Professor of Homeland Security at Colorado Tech University. He's been an officer with the Los Angeles Police Department for seventeen years um uh, and he wrote, "I'm a cop If you don't want to get hurt, don't challenge me. It's not the police, but the people they stop who can prevent a detention from turning into a tragedy mm-hmm. A teenager is fatally shot by a police officer. The police are accused of being bloodthirsty, trigger-happy murderers. rising erupt. This, we are led to believe, is the way of things in America. It is also a terrible calumny. P- cop, uh, cops are not murderers. No officer goes out into the field wishing to shoot anyone armed or unarmed. And while they're unlikely to defend it quite as loudly during the time of national angst like this one, People who work in law enforcement know they are legally vested with authority to detain suspects, an authority that must sometimes be enforced. Regardless of what happened to Mike Brown in the overwhelming majority of cases, it is not the cops but the people they stop who can prevent detentions from turning into tragedies. Working the street, I can't even count how many times I was stood curses, screaming tantrums, aggressive and menacing encroachments on my safety zone and outright challenges to my authority in the vast majority of such encounters, I was able to peacefully resolve the situation without using force. Kost deployed their training and their intuition creatively, and I welded every trick in my arsenal, including verbal judo, humor, warnings, ostentatious displays of lethal and non-lethal hardware resting in my belt, one time, for instance, my partner and I faced a belligerent man who had doused his car with gallons of gas and was about to create a firebomb at a busy mall filled with holiday shoppers. The potential for serious harm to the bystanders would have justified deadly force. Instead, I distracted him with a hook about his family and loved ones. He disengaged without hurting anyone. Everyday cops show similar restraint and resolve incidents that could easily end up as serious injuries or worse. wonder what color that man was. Right. Sometimes, though, no amount of persuasion or warnings work on a belligerent person. That's when cops have to use force and the results can be tragic. We're still learning what transpired between officer Dan Wilson and Brown. <laughs> yeah, but you went ahead and wrote this shit anyway. But in cases, in most cases, it's less ambiguous and officers are rarely at fault when they use force. They are defending their or the public safety. See, here's the thing. People aren't upset about the idea that you would use force. That's, that's the misnomer in all this debate. It's, Who you select to use it against. Right. Some people get the right to argue with the cops (laughs) and put up a protest. Come on now. And some people apparently don't. Mm -mm. And it seems to really break down along racial lines. Right. And studies and statistics have showed this. Right. Like, I don't know how much more we have to talk about. Like, like at this point, you either believe, and I'm, I'm, I'm inclined to believe that you guys do, you either believe that Black men are all sitting around resisting arrest, walking powder kegs that sometimes you have to put down like a rabbit dog, or you believe that cops see black suspects or citizens as different, as somehow more dangerous. You either believe they you either believe that they are more dangerous, or you believe that cops see them as more dangerous. Those are the only two choices. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Like I, you you can't. There's no other third option of, well, um, they. It's also because they argue with the cops. Sometimes a lot of people argue with the cops.
0: A lot of, them, a lot of people. Um, go they don't home. get
1: shot dead. A lot of people go home that night.
0: Yes, they do, and also you're under you're under the thing where no cop comes in with preconceived notion. You're you also you're also mm-hmm. not talking about r- cops that are flat racist, right? Cops that are biased, right? Like you know cops that have people with LGBT. You're not you you you're assuming that every time a cop does something, a cop is never fucking wrong. But they are constantly investigations about mm-hmm. them beating Mexicans, beating blacks, be you know about them discriminating against people. So your argument is flawed from the very beginning, and you're just coming from the cops is always right and whoever's on the other end of this bullet or this billy stick or this taser is automatically wrong and that's not true yeah cops are people too yes
1: and it seems like that is not taken into the equation here like you said they treated like the cops are robots right obviously a cop would never want to hurt a person do we know this because it's not like every cop is killing people but is there a small percentage that might actually get out the car and go i'm gonna fuck some niggas up today and eventually that type of behavior leads to situations where you end up doing something like this or in a situation where you can do something like this. You don't fucking know. Right. And not to mention that police department has had a historical issue with this. Right. Not to mention um other police like uh like Darren Wilson was part of a law enforcement office that was disbanded and before he got re- uh, assigned like I got a new job in Ferguson. So it's not like um this you know it's not like all the hands are clean here
0: right, and you're making the assumption that every officer's right, every officer's going to always make the right decision, every officer's going to always make the right choice, and every time somebody you know gets mad and gets nasty with the officer, that officer always makes the right decision, always going to come out and and use all these ulterior methods that you're talking about and I'm not even fronting, man, like if I got arrested, i wouldn't argue my case no. No, no,
1: no I wouldn't like wait, I'm, wait. I'm just that I'm that paranoid at this point where I'm like if the cop just comes over and is like um you know gets to the point where he's like uh, well you know what you was doing out here and I uh, need to see your ID I'm giving him my ID I need you to do da, that da, da. I'm not even going to be like well officer look this is what was mm-hmm. happening I really hope you understand <laughs> hands behind my back let's just go
0: right like, and we'll, you, we i'll don't, argue it on the backside. i get a lawyer yeah. and do and, and let let the law take its fucking course because yeah, i don't want any extra yeah. unwanted fucking charges when we resisting the rest now and, right. and sometimes you don't even got to goddamn resist the rest they'll attack it on there just with the fact that you said something or they didn't like your tone or anything
1: yeah obviously me saying well obviously i wasn't doing nothing is way worse than a white dude going well obviously i wasn't doing nothing right it's, it's just it's just the way it is seen you know um you know that one dude that gets that got tased because he was waiting on his kids or whatever like when you listen to that he's not escalating it but they're clearly like fuck you it doesn't matter what the law is you don't belong you have now pissed me off so you're going downtown and and i don't want to want to get a cop to that point just let's just go man i don't want any problems
0: right and i've even gotten to the point where people can say what they want to say i do believe in like calling the officers when things happen but I'm also of the belief of is there anything that I might be doing or might even be unaware of that my black ass can go to jail just for calling them? Even
1: though it may sound harsh and impolitic, here is the bottom line. If you don't want to get shot, tasered, pepper sprayed, struck with a baton, or thrown to the ground, just do what I tell you. Don't argue with me. Don't call me names. Don't tell me that I can't stop you. Don't say I'm a racist pig. Don't threaten that you'll sue me and take away my badge. Don't scream at me that you pay my salary. And don't even think of aggressively walking towards me. Most field cops are complete field stops are complete in minutes. How difficult is it to cooperate for that long? Only missing that sentence is nigger. Right. Because there's no fucking way that you're talking to white citizens that have the same fucking rights. Mm-mm.
0: As you and that you, way. And and you just said that uh you talked to a dude that's about to set a fucking car on fire before and you yeah. talked to him out of that situation.
1: Right. Apparently you don't go by all these rules for everybody. No. But I feel like that paragraph he was imagining a black suspect and that was different. hmm I know it's scary for people to be stopped by cops. I also understand the anger and frustration if people believe they've been stopped unjustly or without a reason. I am aware that corrupt and bully cops exist. When it comes to police misconduct, I side with the ACLU, having worked as an internal affairs investigation, I mean investigator. I know that some officers engage in unprofessional and arrogant behavior. Sometimes they behave like criminals themselves. Also, like criminals, okay. You are a criminal if you are behaving like a criminal you're a cop. You're, you're, you are a criminal.
0: Right, and you can break the law too, even though you're a
1: cop. I also believe every cop should use body camera and record interactions with the community at all times. Every police car should have a video recorded. This will prevent a situation like Mike Brown's shooting. And while conflicting and self-serving statements allow people to believe what you, about which, oh, saying that uh, other people make you believe what you want, but if we would have had a dash cam, we would have been okay. Um, and it don't
0: matter because people can see the exact same thing and come to multiple conclusions. Right. So videos don't fucking matter sometimes in certain situations because people will see what they want to see. And you don't have to submit to an illegal stop or
1: search. You can refuse consent to search a car or home if there's no warrant. Though a pat down is still allowed if there is cause for suspicion. Yeah, it depends on who you are too. Mm. Um, yeah, this is the thing. People say these sentences, and right. you might as well be saying word soup to me because the, the cops don't go by these. No, they don't give a fuck. Cops are still going through people's phones and looking in there to see if, like, they can find something. Not too long ago. Mhm. Like, like The cops don't give a fuck about these rules
0: Right and they end up being sued Because people's cameras and shit Was snapping pictures of their asses, trying to crack their shit
1: Always ask the officer Whether you are under detention Or you are free to leave Unless the officer has a legal basis To stop and search you He or she must let you go Finally cops are legally prohibiting Yeah by the way If it's your word versus the cop Especially if something bad has happened Like he's shot you or hit you Or you died in a chokehold Now you don't even have a word Mm-mm. We just gotta believe the cop. Come on, right? Because default, all cops are honest and will tell the truth. Default, all the time. right? uh Finally, cops are legally prohibited from using excessive force.
0: <laughs> okay. And what's the definition of that?
1: Right. Well, are they like RoboCop, where they they try to pull the trick and they can't? Because I don't think that's how life works. Mm-mm. The moment a suspect submits and stops resisting, the officers must cease use of force. But if you believe or know that the cop stopping you is violating the rights or acting like a bully, I guarantee that the situation will not become easier if you show your anger or resentment. Work so even if you are being unfairly treated, don't 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 make a scene. Worse, initiating a physical confrontation is a sure recipe for getting hurt. Police are legally permitted to use deadly force when they assess a serious threat to their or someone else's life. Save your anger for later and channel it appropriately. Cause a
0: cop can't channel his fucking anger. Right. On you right there in the situation.
1: He can't wait till later. Do what the officer tells you and it will end safely for both of you. We have a system. Can't
0: guarantee that.
1: We have a justice system in which you are presumed innocent. If, okay. If a cop can do his or her job unmolested, the system can run its course. Later you can ask for a supervisor, lodge a complaint, or contact civil rights organizations if you believe your rights were violated. Feel free to sue the police. Just don't challenge a cop during a stop. An average person cannot comprehend a risk that has no true understanding of a cop's job. Hollywood and television stereotypes of the police are cartoons of which fearless super cops single-handedly defeat dozens of thugs shooting guns out of their hands. Real life is different. An average cop is always concerned with his or her safety and tries to control every encounter. This is how we are trained. While most citizens are courteous and law abiding the subset of people we generally interact with every day are not the genteel types. By the way, I still would love, love to see a study on what kind of person has killed police officers the most in America. Mm-hmm. I would love that because I feel like people think it's going to be look like one thing. And when you see it, it's going to be like, oh, yeah, only white people really kill cops. Come on now. Niggas, are, niggas do not fucking try to kill the cops. Because they know you're going to be in jail forever. Right. like, Like you might find a couple. But I feel like you're going to find way more of these, like, gun nut type dudes that are like, I'm going to fucking kill a cop. The government ain't got no authority over me. Right. But nobody done that story yet. Okay. Mm-mm. You don't know what it is. Uh, what is in my mind when I stop you? When I, when, did, did I just get a radio call of a shooting moments ago? Am I looking for a murderer or armed fugitive? For you, this might be a simple traffic stop. For me, each traffic stop is potentially dangerous encounter. Show some empathy for officers' safety concerns. Show some empathy for mine. Don't make a job more difficult than it already is. Yeah, show some empathy for the people you're pulling over then. Um, community members deserve courtesy, respect, and professionalism from their officers. Every person stopped by a cop should feel safe instead of feeling that their well-being is in jeopardy. Shouldn't the community members extend the same courtesy to the officers to project the officers' safety is not threatened by their actions? Sure, just don't tear gas me and be racist. Right. I I have a much lower bar than yours.
0: Serve and protect me. Not just, not just your purpose is just to be sure I don't cut a fool. Yeah.
1: So, yeah, that was, uh, that was that. Um, See if I might as well do another one. See if we can clean these up a little bit. Okay. Um. Yeah, this will be close. Um. I mean, this will be a, a quick one. Um. Let's see. Don't fight cops. Got it. Thanks for the note. Um, butts are the new boobs in white America.
0: <laughs>
1: they finally hopped on board, y'all.
0: They won't be there for long.
1: Apparently, they missed the sir mix a lot. Uh, they mixed uh, rump shaker
0: uh all this shit um and it's different disrespectful to the white girls with big boob with big butts that's been rolling with this for years and oh, they've been picked on and called fat and out of shape but that was just sometimes it's the design of their bodies you know
1: what's disgusting like the picture they use with sports illustrated are still the
0: smallest fucking booties i've ever seen right they're like see guys we're into see, butts now too here's like, this woman that's a size two and a half you're like what bitch average woman is a size 12 it's yeah, I out of here.
1: Like I don't mean to shame these these women um for having small butts and nothing they can do about it, but you look at these pictures, it's like nigga, what are you talking about? Like we really about to pretend like this is some revolutionary shit. These are the same Lights. white women turned the other way. Like it's not even it's it's not even fucking some ridiculous booty or whatever. Can you please stop? Playing around. Yeah, it's fucking stupid. Um but, uh, yeah, the, uh, butts are the new boobs, guys. Um, they, cause they talked about it on Jimmy Kimmel. Um, and because Sports Illustrated and Vogue magazine decided that butts are the new boobs for white people. We've been on this, but, uh, for the rest of you guys. Um, and like I said, flattest booties on this, this expose. I just, I mean, they're really disgusting.
0: Yeah. My booty bigger than these women's booties. Well, obviously that, Karen. I
1: mean, <laughs> but this is, I mean, everybody's booties are bigger than these kids.
0: they, they, they like children. Right. They look like children. Just y'all. average women regardless of color. It's,
1: it's not even average, Karen. They are skinny-ass women. Well, yeah, they, They're the same models that weigh 70 pounds. They turn them to the side and go, look, it's,
0: it's their butts now. It's like, that's actually not it. Like, you're still off. Right. When I mean average, these women are normally below average because a lot of times they're below weight. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, they're not an average size woman.
1: Yeah. So, all right, man. We'll stop there for that. Uh, let's get into some uh guest the Race. Uh we'll see if we can do a couple of these. Now that it's time for some guest the Race. That's right. It's guest the Race time. Now that it's time for some guest a race, that's right, it's guest the race time. That's right, it's guest a race time, y'all. Time to play the game where all you niggas get to talk about racist stuff. We get articles from all over the globe, we read them or play them, and our guest today, the chat room, guesses the race of the contestants involved or the people involved. I hope you guys are ready to guess the race. Me too. And the chat room is racist. Um, all right, let's see. Let's do this one. A Florida man. Wait, what is, hold on. Let me make sure that this article is right. Uh, saw some bullet points. Um, where's this picture at? Um, where's the picture of the criminal? Uh Oh, God damn it. I, I had the picture before.
0: (laughs) Oh, did it disappear?
1: yeah hold on let me you know, see like I, oh i found it all right okay and it looks like i might be able to play the next this
0: video one. there yeah. you
1: go so that's even better when you can play the articles and i don't have to read shit um but yeah old florida of course guys i mean where else would something criminal happen uh apparently
0: uh, this, there you go. There
1: go It was
2: 9.30 in the morning and the start of the second yoga class of the day when Joseph Jordan showed up. The convicted registered sexual offender filled out a release. What? It was 9.30 in the morning, Released document paid his fee and joined the class. He was clean shaven, said Cindy Bersinger. He said he would not done yoga before, which is not unusual, but I was a little unsettled. Bersinger says she had alerted three other students, gentlemen, to be on guard if something happens. The police report says he was wearing jean shorts and a white t-shirt. Bersinger says I saw him with his hand in his pants. He did not expose his private parts. I would not call it masturbating. She says we take our safety seriously. We've never had a problem until now. The suspect has been in and out of jail for years. On September 3rd, he was released from supervised probation for lewd and lascivious on a minor. On September 6th, he was released from the county jail. The state has his address as Ohio, but he was last living at an apartment on West Beaver Street. Bersinger says, I'm glad we spoke up.
1: All right, guys. So, guess the race of... What was his name? Joseph Jordan, uh, who masturbated in yoga class. Now, I won't lie. Those yoga pants do look good.
0: I ain't even going to lie. I love yoga pants. And a large percentage of, of people that um, well, yoga pants like me don't do yoga. You know, it's just, yeah, you just, they have
1: become the new jeans. Oh, they're so comfortable. And I'm, hope, I'm not, and
0: I'm here for all of it. Oh, they're so comfortable. I'm not even going to lie. Mm-hmm. But, um... Yeah, when you go to yoga class, all that stretching and downward dogging and, and child pose and shit, uh, you ain't going to be too flexible in no blue jeans and t-shirt.
1: Yeah, let's check the chat room. Uh, Moon Monkey says, Little Brothers. Oh, my. <laughs> He's mixing them up. I like that. There's a lot of potential there. Why does this sound like PBS? Okay, Scepter Bus Masturbator. That's black. Lululemon Black. So uh, nobody else is guessing. Uh, Black says JTD. He got an extra bone, and I ain't talking about the one in his thigh, black. Oh, Lord. And Guru, black. And White says Cal. Cal. The correct answer is black. (laughs) And a couple people missed it. I saw some people get theirs in late, but it uh, doesn't count, guys. You guys fucked up, didn't you? Um let's see, we can do another one. Um how about this one? <clears throat> uh gun toting car- uh Colorado woman threatens a boy over clarinet practice. Oh.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, that's serious. I I enjoy playing my clarinet. Sheriff Deputies in
1: Colorado, arrested a 60-year-old woman who pointed a rifle at her neighbor's 11-year-old son oh. as he played his clarinet in the backyard. What, he didn't use the right read? I don't understand what's happening here. Officers were called to at an address in Rocky Mountain City of Grand Junction after Cheryl Fi- Piffer uh, Piffer? Cheryl Piffer? P-I-F-E-R. You guys might know how to pronounce it. I don't. Cheryl Piffer, um allegedly told the boy who was doing his musical class homework uh, for school to get his ass back inside. Ah. According to an arrest affidavit, there were five other children, aged 1 to 11 in the backyard at the time. Oh, shit. And it said the boy's grandmother told them all to return to the house. When they were coming inside, they saw Cheryl. Man, why would you ever want to? People are terrible. I hate people. Mm-hmm. I would never want to live next door to this person. People are really terrible. Uh, when they were coming inside, they saw Cheryl at the door with the gun aimed at them. The boy Ooh. stated, Gerald yelled, fire in the hole. He stated all of the kids ran into the house and called 911. So that must be their, their that kid the house, word. Yeah. The deputy who filed a report who said she was very familiar with Piffer, of course, people like this stay in jail. Right. Stay in trouble. And her address said the woman appeared drunk when officers arrived and they found a 7-millimeter Moser rifle for the by the door. And two rounds in this magazine. Shit. She was booked in jail on four counts of felony menacing, seven counts of reckless child abuse, no injury, and one count of prohibited use of a weapon. She was released on $5,000 bond. Wow. Well, she really believes in disciplining those kids with mm-hmm. guns, even too if they're not hers. A little too far. Yeah, now I disagree hey, with that. Get some. That's abuse, guys. That sure is abuse. You know, so uh and that's, you know, that's a major problem in America. Whiter than an albano in a snowstorm, says Linda Brothers. One who prefers the pleasant sounds of banjo, banjo deliverance white. Colorado clarinet, 60 year old with an arsenal white. Whiter fighter. One that would shoot a child but wouldn't dare whoop them white. Thought she was, uh, shooting at the Pied Piper of R&B white. One whose duck lips could give you a paper cut white. Oh! White woman who looks down on black people for spanking. Ha! Ah! <laughs> white again, LOL. Squidward's angry fish neighbor SpongeBob was work. What? Redbone? Oh, it was white. Okay. One who does not spank kids but does point rifles at them. The correct answer it is, is white. Whites. Everybody got it. Everybody
0: got that one. Everybody got that
1: one. Yeah, funny how we get the... uh Discipline uh articles written about our culture. This bitch was pointing guns at kids that ain't even hers. Are you serious. She's like,
0: everybody kids can get some Hold on, wait. What did you say? She was like, Everybody kids can get some. Mm-hmm. You a kid, you gonna get some of these bullets. All right. Let me sit this heat up on you. Right. Uh anyway.
1: Bye. Double the points and the race. Double the points and the race. That's right. Double the points. Double the racism and guess the race. Uh, You guys are mostly two for two right now. We'll see how it develops. But uh, let's do this last one. (laughs) Fantasy football approaches. Yes, it
0: does.
1: Uh, Tune in the red zone. um, Because you're definitely going to. Get your uh, fancy football on. It's like mainline and fancy football crack. I'll never go back. Okay. Red zone and alcohol has ruined my life. Yes, sir.
0: <laughs> Red zone make you lazy. Then you get mad when you start seeing commercials. You be like, is that a commercial? How I dare you, Red zone? I get angry. I'm like, the fuck? Get on your job,
1: Scott Hansen. Right. Get on your, your job. job. Right. Um, alright, let's see. Let's do this one. Um wow, I'm getting a weird deja vu right now. Um Uh a man is accused of putting toddler in the clothes dryer. Mm hmm. Hmm. Let's try to dry this diaper. Well, babies are wrinkly. They are wet. They get out there and they get smooth as eggs. Mm-hmm. According to uh, court documents, a New Hampshire man is accused of placing a two-year-old boy in a clothes dryer in Bangor last month. Oh, Adam Morton is at, is charged did with aggravated assault. Did he do
0: heat? Did he do L? We know what cycle was the child on. Well,
1: I thought babies were dry clean only, but I guess I'm wrong. I, I guess you are wrong. This is why I don't have kids. Guys. Right. The tort document said on August 2nd, the boy was taken to the hospital with burns on his back and arms, as well as Shit. burns and blisters on his feet. He must use the heat version, Dan. Mm-hmm. Well, it's a dryer, right? Not going to dry it out <laughs> with it cold. Morton was watching the boy along with other children as, uh, of his girlfriend while she was at work. According to court documents, Morton told police during the interview in Berlin, New Hampshire, uh, August 15th, where he recently moved to, that he did not know how the boy was injured and said that happened while he was in the shower hmm. a two year old gets into the dryer, it gets turned on, and he's stuck in there long enough to get burned. Get out somehow, but you can't tell w- how it happened Come on now and you expect the police believe you weren't involved
0: Come on now now I could children into a lot of shit, so maybe time I left the door open, the baby jumped in there. But even if the baby got in there, there's no way in the world that dryer is going to be locked and turned on with that child in there and you not hear anything. And you got other children. Other children's around, right? So none of the children told you, hey, the baby got stuck in there or, hey, you know, something. I'm not buying that one, sir.
1: Yeah. However, a doctor's report given to police on August 20th said it was clear that the child was significantly injured while inside a clothes dryer wonder how he knew. He's like, because I've seen this so often.
0: Right. I've seen these burns. These burns look like the same burns that a good pair of blue jeans would have, and it's tumbling, at, tumbling for 90 <coughs> minutes.
1: I knew he was in there because a the dry sheet was stuck to him. <laughs>
0: uh, he didn't
1: have no static. He was, he was static free. The report also said the child was likely uh, in the dry for a prolonged period of time. Bangor police interviewed... To get burned?
0: Yes. Mm-hmm.
1: Bangor police interviewed Morton again in Berlin on August 27th, where he admitted... That he put the boy in the dryer and turned it on, according to court paperwork. Morton said the boy was not in the dryer very long. Banger police, yeah, according to who? Banger police arrested Morton and brought him back to Maine, where he's been held on twenty five hundred dollars bail. Guess the race of right. Mister
0: Adam Morton. So uh, last time I checked, my clothes don't scream; they don't cry when yeah. they when they the, you no. Know, well, it side wasn't there. an
1: accident. It wasn't an accident. He admitted to it. One who attended the Adrian Peterson School, of parent in black. Oh. Believes in doing his laundry like his marriage is white and colored separately. (laughs) (laughs) He took Reggae's, uh, Reggie Bush's advice too far and he's from New Hampshire white. One who can wash and dry a baby and can use a washcloth in the shower white as fuck. Oh. White Neanderthal, Morton Salt white says Chuck Spears. The The correct correct answer is... is... Oh wait, believes in April Freshness. Wait, hold on. A lot of came through at the same time. Believe in what April Fresh in that April is white. Wonder pretends his kids are like cheese, melt it.
0: <laughs> he uh, likes his kids
1: like his cheese. Okay.
0: Somebody said burnt biscuit. Burnt
1: biscuit and fluff and fold white. The correct answer <laughs> is. <laughs> fold. White. Some of you missed it. Some of you guys guessed black. <laughs> So yeah, that's uh that's it for guests of race today. Um and let's talk about sword ratchetness. Can't get out of here without talking about that. People keep sending me this article about some women that were like polygamists that broke into someone's house. But uh they broke in with, with knives, guys. That's not sword ratchetness. Don't, knife ain't, knives ain't the same. Yeah. Don't 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 bring that bullshit to me. Mm-mm. uh, man armed with a sword, robbed Burks Convenience Store. Oh Hmm. Pennsylvania State Police saw a man armed with an ornamental sword pulling off a terrifying robbery in Berks County. Yeah, that's the thing, man. Like, people keep trying to float that uh, article about the uh, the kid with the sword, the black kid in Utah. They got a kid, but they, they keep part of it is like it was a toy sword. It's like we've read too many articles about ornamental swords to use that as the defense. Right. The defense is he was shot in the back if that's what the uh, autopsy says and that's probably not a there's probably no way to justify that True. you know what man. i mean um it happened just before 3 a.m friday at valeros gas station in lancaster avenue in bethel township um caught on camera a
3: scary armed robbery in northwestern berks county with a strange weapon tonight the search is on for a man who held up a convenience store good evening once again i'm rob vaughn wendy is off tonight Police say that man was armed. Oh
1: shit, Wendy's office. Is she okay? I hope she is. Somebody go check on Wendy. Why
3: isn't that the news story? With a right. long ornamental sword when he burst into a gas station in Bethel Township and threatened the clerk behind the counter. WFMZ's Ryan Hughes is live in Bethel Township with the latest. Ryan? And Rob, this man was in and out of the store in under a minute, but managed to get away with hundreds of dollars in cash. Today, we spoke with that victim behind the counter. He was still upset and did not want to go on camera. And once you see that video, you'll know why. Each second of this horrifying holdup captured on camera, a man armed with a sword stormed into the store and went right to the counter.
2: He asked for the, give me the
3: money, give me the money, you know, so i uh, opened the register, and he opened the register here. Shaheed Chowdhury says his brother was working the night shift at this Valero gas station on Lancaster Avenue in Bethel Township when the robbery happened just before 3 a.m. You can see him jump back in fear when the sword comes across the counter. The clerk starts throwing money out of the register, but apparently that wasn't enough. The robber reaches across, pulls out the drawer, and grabs a wide of cash, then bolts out the door.
2: Thanks God, he's not hurt. You know, he's okay, but he's a little scary.
3: Police say the brazen thief was a white man with a blue bandana across his face.
0: I'm from New York City, so this never happened to me before, so it's pretty scary.
3: This store normally closes at midnight, but they stayed open late after receiving a delivery. The owner says in the four years they've been open, they were hit once before. Now workers are taking precautions.
0: Being more cautious, looking outside more, and just, I'm like counting my money a little bit different, I guess. I'm a little bit nervous, you know.
3: And police say that man made off with between 600 and 700 dollars cash. Tonight, police are actively investigating this case, and everyone here is hoping that that surveillance video leads to an arrest. We are live in Bethel Township. Ryan Hughes, 69 News. Thanks, Ryan. If you know anything that could help police make an arrest in that case, call Crime Alert. 69 News.
2: Ooh, hmm. sexy. Very
1: uh, apparently. Anyway, guys, there you go. They robbing stores with these same toy swords that people are talking about. You gotta be careful out here, guys. Uh, we'll be back tomorrow. Our guest will actually be Mel and Siege from the Good and Terrible podcast. Woo-hoo! Uh, nine o'clock Monday night. Be there or be square, you L sevens. Um, um, go Eagles and, uh, go Panthers. Let's go ahead and get out of here. Um, like I said, Adam and Eve, Code tbgwt was our sponsor. Mm-hmm. Until tomorrow, I love you. I love you too, baby. Wow.